dark side. Light this bitch up. complete sobriety and without any ADHD medication and I gotta tell you me and the dozen or so voices in my head could not be happier um, I don't actually have voices in my head I find that I argue with myself and um, I'm not sure maybe everybody does that I also had a conversation today with somebody uh, who contacted me to tell me that uh, they they enjoyed the show and that they wanted to to see if they could hook me up with uh with uh hockey player guests <clears throat> so because i i put this post on uh facebook asking the hive mind of facebook if there was anybody out there that either uh was an nhl player or ex player or knew someone uh that played in the nhl or still does and i got a whole bunch of responses so it looks like during the playoffs i'm gonna have people like pk suban on the show i'm gonna have people like uh jeremy roenick on the show i didn't know that jeremy roenick uh was a trumpian guy um and it just made me happier um so not because i'm a trump guy i'm obviously not but as everyone knows i enjoy talking to people that don't think like me and that are are of a different personality than i am and one of my favorite people on the planet really i'm not even kidding when i say that is tonight's co-host and his name is douglas from the Eager, Eager, Eager Beaver podcast. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing well. Listen, I'm supposed to do this. Okay. Because apparently, like, micro content for social media is better when you do this. I find it uh, a weird thing. If you're listening and not watching, I, I just uh, zoomed in. And, and you have to use this certain, I don't know, what would you call that? A template? Like a camera template or something? I think so. Yes, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and the camera template squishes us together closer. Which it's you, Douglas. So, you know, you you're the kind of guy that, and I mean this, kind of makes me wish I was gay. Oh, <laughs> I really mean it. You still can be. <laughs> I was a rape promoter, so there was a time or two that maybe I was. I, I I don't really remember, but you, know, you never know. Um, no, but uh, but you have to do it like this because micro content apparently now you got to. 
So, anyways, um, how you doing, man? Last time I talked to you uh, last week on Friday, you were pooped because you played too much tennis. Now, what what is going on today? You look like uh, you're not as pooped. I look like I'm not as pooped. I still am. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh my word! Yes, um, this was the week that I had uh, the five day acting workshop for the play that I got cast in. That if we actually get the funding and go full full stage, would be my first equity credit. Oh, in English. Uh, what, is, what is equity credit? Uh, so you know, you've heard of Actra. Yes, I have. For television, I'm, pro- I'm, I'm an actor producer. Yeah, so actress for television is for screen for television and film, but equity is stage. So it's oh. similar, but for stage in English. Okay. And do you have yeah. to have a certain amount of lines and all that? Uh, I don't know because I'm not an equity member. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know yet. Uh, I do have my um, apprentice with UDA, which is a uh, stage, film, and TV in French. Hmm. Uh, or in a language uh, neither English or French, not destined primarily for an Anglophone audience. Uh, so I got, uh, I'm about a third of the way to my full membership uh, with them. Uh, but nothing, I have uh, nothing with actor and nothing with uh, equity on the English what, side. What is the play? Uh, it's called Melanga Night. So uh, M- uh, Melanga is a. Melanger? No, it's, uh, it, it's Latin. So it, it's. Um, Malanga is like a, 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 a sort of like a tango party, it's a tango social, but uh, the, the moves are not as long and drawn out as tango. So it's, it's still the basic tango step, but with more simple moves for people who are learning tango. Oh. And it's sort of like the social night where, you know, people wait for people to come and ask them to dance. And then they, they practice some, some Malanga and whatever tango moves they, they have with different levels and abilities. Can you hold on one second? It's casual yeah, sure Friday. thing. Hello, Allison. You're on the air, so please don't say any of my secrets. Okay. <laughs> um, do you want to be on Casual Friday? I need some more information, Bert. Um, Casual Friday is the podcast that I do every Friday where uh, I invite people on. They can come and go as they please, and they are friends and colleagues, and it's probably um, a, a, a real fun time. And uh, I, I, I had called you today. Um to ask you because I called you earlier uh, to see if you wanted to come on the show. So what I'm going to do, Allison, is I'm going to send a link. I'm to... in a car right now, by the way, like leaving a trade show. I just work. Okay, what kind Ooh. of trade show was it? It's the woman's show. Oh, the woman's show. Listen, Ooh. I'm going to send you a link to your chat. I'm on till midnight. Why don't you just click it if you want to come on? And if you don't want to come well, like, on, what is it like? We just. Literally, it's conversational. It's like hanging out with friends. We can talk about yep. anything we want, except for the uber secret stuff that you and I talk about. <laughs> Dude, you did not even have to say that. Okay, okay. Now, now, like now, people. Stop I, it! I, Stop I, it! People are gonna wonder what it is. Stop it! <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll send you a link. Okay, love. Okay, well, hold on. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I. Okay, so you're on it. So uh, basically, if I want to go on, I just click on. Click on the link, and, and you're in the green room. And how can I listen to what's already being? Uh, go to my face. I... Go to my Facebook page. There's a live broadcast of it. Okay, okay. Because I I would want to not be driving because I have to like. No, no. On. Don't be driving, and you have... and use your computer. Okay. Okay. And would I? Okay. And is there any rules of things not to talk about? That is a great question. Um, no, except for our secret. Okay. 
That's the <laughs> only thing. You can talk about anything else, okay? Give me $10,000. Done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay, Allison. now I gotta know what's your secret. No, I can't tell you anything. Um, Allison, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you can't okay. tease me like that. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't because it will, it will actually throw her under the bus too. You so could I, just I, tell me; nobody will hear. There's people watching. There's, there's just us. Ten people watching. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can tell me. <laughs> I'll tell you off there. Um, no, no, you Al- do have to Al- tell Allison me. Allison is kidding. a wonderful person, though. I, I've known her for. Um, Fuck, it's got to be like twenty years or something like that. Oh, cool! And she she is an absolute delight. So hopefully she she can come on. And um, yeah, sorry, you were saying. So, yeah, so um, I'm doing this workshop. So it's malanga. So it's a tango, basically. And then the play I'm cast as basically the DJ at this malanga night. Okay. Um, so I'm the one that's probably the least first in tango, which works quite well because I do not know a lick of it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to learn it if this goes. Uh, but it was five days of workshop on movement and something called like body logic. Oh. So for example, if somebody pushes me here, right, when you're trying to act, you go, oh, right, or something. But if you're not yeah. trying to act, you just do your movement. If something pushes something pushes you here, your body would do this, right? Oh, naturally like a button more than a yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so it's like th- this pushing back here makes this go forward right okay like right. john f kennedy's head <laughs> back into the left yeah <laughs> pushing down here makes this go up and the elbow, the shoulder go up right so it's trying to learn how to time your movement with other people so what when they breathe out you breathe out and when they breathe out you take a pause and that's a moment of relaxation that allows if somebody else is making a move for you to take over and make the next move and you can talk there's this language together which is really hard to master Um, it sounds almost like improv like there's a lot of it in it improv right there's a lot of it in it so for example if you're doing it to a musical phrase you all make sure that you mark the downbeat in a phrase at the same time and that creates the unison in the group and then what's in between the downbeat and the, and the and the next downbeat is what you do your own in, within the musical phrase and then you play with different timings so you're all sort of doing different things and then you come back down on the downbeat so when you have a whole group you have everybody doing something at the same time and then different things and then at the same time and you okay. get this flow image right that's really interesting so that's what we were trying to create but it was really hard to get because we had this like little if russian one guy, man if one guy misses rehearsal it's like fuck yeah so we had this little Russian man. First language was definitely not English. And it was almost the stereotype of what you would think of when you were in an art, artistic workshop with a Russian. It was like, no, not good. No. Ah, yes, that is good. <laughs> and back in the day, we talk about all of this. That's why when you do this play, it's not about the acting. It's about the personality, you know? Oh you almost you almost seem like Yakov Smirnov there for a second. Like, you know? A bit, a bit. So, uh, but he ran us ragged. Yeah, he ran us ragged. Well, not ragged, but it's just because a lot of it is like, for example, if you breathe mm-hmm. normally, when you breathe out, right? Does your stomach come in or does your stomach release and relax? Mine goes out because I was told that that's the way you're supposed to breathe. Yeah, so that's chest breathing. Okay. Right. <sighs> right. 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 Well, he wanted us to do the opposite. So he wanted us to, when we inhale, relax. So let all the air fill the belly. And when you exhale, pull in. So it's like yoga breathing. 
that's like doing this. Right. So <laughs> right. we're trying to do that while we're trying to then layer counting the musical phrase, while we're then trying to find things like the seven main joints, the neck, the, sho- the, the shoulder, the elbow, the wrist, the pelvis, the knee, and like just trying to make circles to try to yeah. move them independently. And then all of a sudden, there's a, now do th- move your body in ways you've never moved before. Well, I don't know how to move my body in a way I've never moved before because I've never moved it that way before. I don't know where the connections are. <laughs> James, why are you smacking your own ass? I've never done this before. And I just... It's like, no, don't dance. Dance. Yeah. Act. Don't act. Breathe. No breathe. I don't see your breathing. It was, oh, my God. Breathing is but, so important for performances. It is. People have no idea. Like, even as a rapper, uh, it, it went, I had to teach myself, um, and I actually did this in the last couple of years, how to, like, and I don't do it like jazz greats do. Mm-hmm. But if I'm running out of breath, like yep. like if you do double time right. um, rhymes where you're like, um, a loser on the limb, a little, Italy, little, really, a little league, legend at 11, allegedly. And you do a hook that's like four times that. I have right. to circular breathe for a bar. Yep. Yeah. You it's do. It's not easy. Like, no. Nope. It feels like you're being waterboarded. Sometimes. Yes. <laughs> It's not fun at all. I was, it was funny. I was, I was at home and I was listening to some of classified songs again today. Uh, just, Big I don't know. Ever since, I, ever since I heard him on, on your podcast, I've just been listening to this stuff a lot. I guess, and I'm trying to like, the more you listen to a song, the more you like pick up little phrases, right? So like, I'm trying to like rap along with them. And of course, at all but like this but like there, there are times that he's going i'm like i'm watching like i'm listening and i'm going it's like okay where's he breathing in, in this passage here you know who's really you know i'll, I'll send you some stuff from joiner lucas he's mm-hmm. a rapper he did a track with eminem called lucky you which is one of the greatest songs that's come out in the last five years but he he does circular breathing and and you're almost like come on like like a lot of a lot of people don't know this but a lot of rappers can't um get like when they go to the studio they 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 can't get through a verse clean enough right so they'll punch in some rappers punch in like every other bar okay and that's why when you see them live those rappers the flow isn't there well they have like three or four mic men yeah and a a mic man for those Uh who know he's a guy that fills in the filler yes right so if it's like uh if it's like that tribe song, microphone check, one, two, what is this? The five-foot assassin with the roughneck business. For rappers that suck, the mic men are like, what is this? With the roughneck business, so that if he falls off, the yeah. rhyme will still be complete. Yeah. And some of these rappers have like three or four rap men, uh, rap, uh, mic men on, on the okay. page. And that's when you know you're dealing with someone that's I, not that great. I always wondered what that was about. Yeah. I don't Listen, I'm a hip-hop head. I, I've been I've seen Public Enemy live, I've seen Cypress Hill, House of Pain, Funk Dubious, Common, Jay Z. I've seen all these guys live. I, I gotta tell you, the the uh the rappers that are really good live are are basically all the ones that I just mentioned, but there are a few that are like popular that are not good live. Uh, I don't like Flo Rida, he sucks live. Okay. Nelly, mm-hmm. awful, just awful okay. live. Um, a lot of the classic guys are really good. Um, and Eminem live now, um, I think Eminem needs to do like an acoustic show like Classified. Gotcha. So that we can like see what he's all about like like live because now he's got two mic men and, and, and he's got complex rhymes and I know he doesn't want to mess up, but 
his if you saw his performance at <clears throat> it wasn't the rock and roll hall of fame might have been the grammys um he didn't finish a sentence mm. his mic man finished like every sentence for him and i was so disappointed you know like gotcha. it, i mean he could have been sick or something like that but he's still one of the dopest lyricists though like in the world i got gotcha. you yeah i hear that okay so we we were Basically, I was a dance student back in the day, right? And I, I stopped when I was 21 after I busted my leg. Mm. This is probably the most I've moved in those specific ways since then. Because I've done some musicals before and they were yeah. fine. But this one had a lot of like isolations and, you know, move your fingers and way you haven't done. So there's a lot of tensing, like this with the relaxing. and our... The first day, we did 10 to 4. I got home five o'clock. I passed out on the sofa until nine. Wow. Second day we did 10 to four. I got home. I passed out six to 10 on the sofa. Yeah. Third day I got home. <laughs> I passed out seven to 11. <laughs> so I've been lasting one hour more Then on Wednesday. I had to come back uh, from Ottawa to Kingston because our, our, our choir has a performance on the six and we finally have the instrumentalists coming in. Mm. So I really couldn't miss it. And then back on a bus at 6.15 the next morning to get back for the last day at 10 something. Wow. Yesterday, I was, well, when I got back here, I was so, so I could hardly stand in the choir, right? Because I got the dance shoes on the whole time, which are really tight on the feet and sort of squished them like that. Right. So I was like, oh, no, I got to stand for two hours straight. We're doing this choral performance. I, I just want to die right now. Doesn't anyone know so that I'm, I'm so I'm singing my heart out. I come home, my beaver sweetie, thank God. He's like six one and about like two hundred and thirty pounds. And he just like just pushes his hands on my back and just cracks everything. Oh wow. <laughs> it's just and like flattens me out. And I slept well. And then yesterday uh was the same thing. Uh we did again ten to four. We did ten, yeah, ten to four thirty. And I got home and I lasted three hours. And I had plans to do something social with friends. And it was like, I am sorry, but it is not happening. <laughs> it is just, I, I have not seen you in like weeks. I miss you. I, it's not happening. I can barely move. I was like, just like, oh. That, that, is, I was, that is hilarious. I had just my whole body. And I like I'm, I play tennis. I play curling. I'm limber. Right? I do yoga. Like I, I, my whole body felt like one block. Everything just moves together. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's how I felt that first day when I jogged. That's when you what? How I felt. When I jogged. Okay. Yeah. Like last week when I took my first jog. Uh, I'll be honest. I've only jogged once since then. <laughs> I've walked a lot, but like I, I haven't jogged. Um, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. By the way, it's beautiful girl night tonight on uh, on Casual Friday. We are going to be joined soon by this young lady. Her name is Emma. Oh, Emma, yes. Emma Prudent. I forget what her um, her new professional name is because she is now a new cast member on Naked News. Yes. Awesome. Um, yes. This is her again. This is her like, I'm a diva. Go fuck yourself thing. It was mm -hmm. so funny. She posted this on Facebook and some guy was like, that looks like Corktown. Is that Corktown? And she's like, I'm not really in the habit of telling people where I am when I <laughs> get my photos done. So it's like, okay, that, that's fair. And then if Allison joins us, this is Allison right here. She's oh my god, well. she it, looks like she's a hoot. Oh, she's great right she's, there. 
yeah, she's one of the one of the greatest human beings uh, I know. Um, no, just that photo, the energy is that that's somebody I want I want to talk to. Yeah, for sure. Right and there. so hopefully she'll join us a bit later. Um, I don't know who else is joining us, but you know how it goes here. It's Casual Friday. Um, also, I want to thank you. I have to, I have to thank you. Oh, well, for what, my friend? Well, um, so when I sometimes I book guests and I do it in a way that's like I don't know if it's superstitious or whatever, but if I'm on, say I'm online and uh, and I'm on Twitter and someone happens to say in a thread. Hey, James, have you ever thought of booking this person? I always check that person out and then ask to book them and and almost always get them. Someone said once, hey, uh, reality winner, have you ever uh, thought of interviewing her? And I'm like, no, I haven't. And then a week later, I interviewed reality winner. Right. So and that was what last October, I think, or something like Mm -hmm. that. And so but this time, but sometimes it happens where I see a guest on another show. And I'm like. I got to book that guy. So on Monday, Charles Adler will be on Black Bolt. Really? I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, I didn't watch it all because I didn't have I didn't have time. I was just sort of doing stuff. But I thoroughly enjoyed the first twenty minutes of that podcast because, um, first of all, I don't think Charles knows that he blocked me like four years ago. <laughs> so, so that'll be interesting. I, I don't, this keeps on happening. Dude, everybody has blocked me at one time or another, right? Like, it's just, it's just the way it is. I told you before, I am made up of that special something that just brings out the worst in everybody else. I don't know what it is. I'm and, guilty because I did it too for a bit. Yeah, you did. you did. You totally blocked me. But I think when people get to know me, they realize that you don't block me. You just fucking... You know, it's roll just your a timeout. Yeah, it's whatever. just a timeout. We can't. I, I, I can't quit you. Yeah, I just Speaking. can't quit you. Um, so Charles Adler and you guys were talking about, and 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 we're gonna have Emma on in the next couple minutes. Um, but uh, you guys were talking about how uh, he was saying that because he's been in the business for like four decades or something, right? Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how he knows that it's a rewarding place to be especially when you have people message you saying you got me through my day today Hmm. and i just want to say thank you i have never seen that side of charles adler before i actually remember charles adler when he was kind of a right-wing mouthpiece yes well that's how i remembered him too originally back way back when that's how i came to know him yeah and 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 it's amazing uh because he blocked me because uh, I made fun of him um, giving Warren Kinsella uh, the opportunity to apologize. Uh, and it wasn't really an apology for that thing that he did where he uh, where he was like, I don't care if they're racist, just call them racist. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of stuff. And um, and anyways, uh, I, so he blocked me, which is totally fine. But he, but when you guys were, t- were sharing your kind of experiences of, uh, you know, of uh, of having people tell you that you made their day Mm -hmm. i was like the thought immediately came into my mind i'm gonna fucking just contact this person and see who and i made it a point i made a point not to ask you guys for his contact i just wanted to do it cold Mm -hmm. and i did i did name drop you or whatever i said listen i saw you on the eager beaver eager beaver podcast and um uh, you know, they're friends and colleagues of mine, but I just wanted to let you know that um, I would be grateful if you came on the show, blah, blah, blah. 
And he immediately answered. He's like, no problem. I'll see you Monday. So he's going to be on the show on Monday at 8 o'clock. So. Oh, wow. So stay tuned for that. And it'll be a fun interview. You know, Because maybe you didn't see that part then um, because uh, I didn't mention it, but he, he did. So I guess I can say it now. But oh. when we were talking originally, um, we were only going to get 10 minutes. Oh, really? Yep. Why? That's how we were going to get. We, we contacted him and he said he. Um, well, I, I guess I won't share the, the reasons, but okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, 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 no. It, it, it's not my information to tell, so I, I, I don't want to say it's, it's nothing terrible. It's just you know where he is at his career, uh, okay. uh, and um, uh, you know, and uh, we had had an interaction before because I had been on his show uh, when he had it on, I guess, on Global Radio would be uh wait, wait, because, wait, hold on. Uh, do you guys want to see a hot girl eating there it is right there Ooh, <laughs> less hot guy eating as well <laughs> hold on. Uh, Emily, I, i'll let you eat do you want me to let you eat no no, no? normally i charge for this like so you're getting a free service right are, are there people are there people that like are like i, I want to wait that's a pickle yes is that a pickle no no what? it's, oh, it's romaine lettuce, lettuce? Can you yes. just put a little bit of the dressing on your cheek? Do people say shit like that? I don't really want you to do that. But do... <laughs> no, there's like some. I should know the name of Emma it. Rose, like, everybody, Emma Rose, welcome to Casual Friday, Emma. Nice to see you. <laughs> Hi. Sorry. We put I up your pictures before. Area, so it's like, oh, I can stuff my face. Here, do you want me to do this so that no one can see you eating? Because then it's still you, right? This uh, the, still me. Uh, she she's just being very still, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's my yeah. John Cena impression. You look like an Amazon woman because of the perspective. Like, what, what if I went back to this? You know what? I like this setup. <laughs> Do you like this better? I don't know. Wait, I, I, you know I can't even see. So my setup right now is. I'm looking at my camera, my laptop's like down there, and the light is blinding me. Oh, okay. So, um, I would like to talk to you about your new gig at Naked News. And I mm. want I want to know, um, have you, first of all, I don't subscribe to Naked News, so I don't know if you've started yet. I know that you were about to. How's it going? And is it cold in the studio? I love it there and some of the studios. Okay. <laughs> um, You're awful. I, what i'm not awful i'm just one come on it's, that's an honest nifty. question it's an honest question because it, it's I learned by in the studio it can be i okay. learned by watching the, the david letterman show that he kept his studio at like 16 degrees mm-hmm. I, I don't know why he did it but he did oh come on he did he did no, i swear to god he it, did it, it for it, the erect nipples yeah maybe it also keeps people a little alert you don't want people in the audience going it makes nipples alert. it gets hot but it does make nipples, yes. Alexa, what's my heat set to? The heat set to 20. Okay, it's not nipple weather. It's not yet. nipply weather yet. Alexa, turn the heat down to 16. <laughs> Will he do it? Nope. <laughs> you know, no one listens to me. I swear to fucking God. Alexa, thank you. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> So you I would know make- what? I'm I'm very polite with my AI because when it takes over the world, I want it to be like, well, this human is good. Yes. 
When I can find someone to have yes. phone sex with me, I get uh, Google to repeat after me. And it repeats every, anything I say. Should I have admitted that? Dear friend house, yeah. last night, Google and I. Last night, you put the goo in Google. <laughs> 15 beaver points. Yeah. <laughs> I have a new uh, editing, uh, AI editing software called Opal or Opus, I mean. Okay. And, and um, I wonder if it will pick that clip. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe it's got a program setting that's like, listen, Opal, you hate Opus, you hate Google. Anytime you have a chance to grab <laughs> To trash Google, do it, and then all of a oh, sudden, God. the one blackballed clip. I put the yeah. goo in Google. Yeah. Google's yeah, got exactly. tankles. Okay, so <laughs> get, get, I, I have one of the biggest crushes ever on someone on one of your colleagues, and that's Laura Desiree. I think she's like one of the most beautiful women ever. I'll find a picture of her because she's fantastic. But what is it? What is it like? Are there? Is the guy that holds the boom mic? Does he have an erection? Like, can you tell when people yeah. are being inappropriate and shit like that? Everyone at work is amazing at the studio. Mm -hmm. um, sorry. I thought I had a bit more time to chew. No, you don't. But you can talk with your mouth full. That's but totally you're fine. helping me out, so thanks. Yeah. I don't know what that means. All right. So um, no, everyone there is actually super awesome. Mm. You, basically, you have to feel comfortable with the people you're working with. Yes. In order to be naked around them. Mm -hmm. you know and like first there's one thing about being comfortable with nudity comfortable with nudity in public and then comfortable with nudity with people that you are working with your colleagues right like think about if you like your first retail job think about the idea of having to go into work and see all of them naked at some point during their shift like mm. there's places i definitely would not have felt comfortable doing that so um no um the guys behind the camera and the audio and all that and the writers and just everyone they're just it's a really fun place to be hold on the writers yeah There's it's writers. the news there are writers yeah well, no I, i'm saying that because i'm like can i get a job <laughs> like i'll work remotely i don't really care but i'm not sure body. the writing room is naked i no, I would the probably, writing room is not naked <laughs> i would probably come on guys let's get into the spirit here like i would show up naked probably you know just the naked news James. My friend Tony would. Yeah. Can you hand yes, me the envelope sure. in a different way, James? What? Oh God. It's not a Christmas oh, ornament. <laughs> no, it's true. It's it's not it's it's really interesting. I was um on stage on a show in a show called Naked Boy Singing. There's a yeah. lot of costume changes for a show that was called Naked Boy Singing. Yes. It was really weird. We spend a lot of time picking out our outfits and coordinating yes. for the five minutes. That we're actually filming for the 30 second clip that will make it online on social media that can be shown. Right. Yep. Yeah. Do you, so Twitter's like the only one you can post it on, I imagine, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then we're not making any, like, it's a subscription service oh, because right, right, right. Uh, we are professionals. Yes. So. Yeah. Is it like being a hairdresser? Like you get certain customers that want to subscribe to you personally or do they subscribe yes. to the network and you get paid? So uh, we actually have, we, we use a fan zone on nakednews.com. So there's fan zones. You can subscribe to your your favorite anchors, um, okay. profiles and things like that. Uh, you can message them, uh, go on virtual dates, watch live shows, watch live parties. It's, yeah. 
it's a really interactive and fun way to get in touch with your, um, you know, with, with everyone at Naked News, really. That's I have amazing. a friend that did it many years ago. Male oh. friend. Yeah. Is there male guys too? Yeah. Well, back in the day, I don't know anymore. But, uh, but, but yeah, back in the day, uh, a friend of mine uh, was, a, was an anchor for, for, for a short while on the Naked News. Currently, uh, there, to my knowledge, there are no male anchors listed on the page, but uh, I'm there. Naked I'm news. Like, that was bucket list item there. Hey, yeah. maybe that's my next thing. Naked dudes. <laughs> well, I mean, it's about the only thing I haven't done naked yet is read the news. <laughs> I mean, I, I curate the news for my well, podcast. You're, you're not reading the news. Mr. You're not like sitting there with a the newspaper going like. No, exactly. When Child Ming died or something like that, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, we curate it for the podcast, and Mr. Grizzly shows always shows pictures of himself in the Speedo, so I figure we're like one quarter of the way there. <laughs> Sorry, I just have to look at this. I ordered food. Not that I – so I didn't forget tonight, it's but I apple? forgot what time it was. Oh. Because ah. the Devil's Lettuce and I were playing earlier. The devil's what? Devil's lettuce. Oh, you smoked weed? Is that what you mean? And I ordered, um, it's a funnel cake poutine. So those are funnel cake fries with caramel sauce and those, like, those cheesecake chunks. That oh looks. God. Like, I am in love with you right now. I, I, I just, did not. I, just, know I only like existed. you a lot because I have no idea what that would taste like. <laughs> oh my God. Is it good? Cheesecake curds. It's no. just they're chunks of cheesecake. Where do you get I, that? Cheesecake is like my my weakness. Oh, really okay. I got to make you something then. I, I if it uh, listen, my favorite cheesecake I ever had was a pumpkin cheesecake, and it was like the not pumpkin spice, but pumpkin cheesecake. It was fucking delicious. It was so that sounds good. good. Yeah. Hold on. Okay, good. I'm looking to see if I can find it in my photos now. I'm a chocolate yes. addict, like. Like in like a chocolate, like if you left, you know those French truffles that looks like they've been rolled in cocoa powder. Yes, yes. I love those. Like the oh, and they're so bitter, but they're so good. I call them poops. <laughs> they look yes. like little poops. I, if someone left a bag there, I it would be. It's like cocaine. I can't leave the bag with something in the bottom. I have to make sure it's done. <laughs> and the, that's and like the, me and blowjobs. No, you too. <laughs> I've never been more proud to be a recipient of blowjobs than with you two on the show. Thank you very much for making the standard clear. I don't know. I have no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, we like to help. Yeah. Oh my God, it's the neighborly so thing to do. It's so good. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. No, eat. It's casual Friday. There are no rules, literally. You well, I did put on a shirt. Sorry. Yes, you can't you can't get naked. No, you can't though. Like it would fuck everything up. I don't know. Like like everyone would be But I I didn't really want to come on here free from, you know, the whole like naked news studio. Like Did you want Oh, sorry. Do you, are you mad that I mentioned that? Is that what you're saying? No. Okay. I'm just saying that like if I'm not in that persona, Listen, if you're not in that persona, actually, that's not true. I, did I got you covered. I got you covered anyways. Thank you. Yeah. No, no so I did, uh, and that's not true. Like moments before I put my shirt on, I did send a dirty picture to someone. So. Did, did you send it to me? No. Oh. 
Well, then there you go. Can that person come on the air and send me the picture? Uh, no. Is that your boyfriend? I don't know how you work because you're Polly Amherst, right? Well, I'm not Polly, but I'm doing my own thing right now. You know who is Polly? This guy? Hey, hey Polly. How you doing? <laughs> How's it going? Hello. I'm exhausted. Uh, it's been a long day. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm just going to, I'm watching the hockey game, sort of. I don't give a Did damn who wins. Did you see what she has? Yeah, tell I don't need to Tell them what it is again. I don't eat poutine. I, I it's can't. Not poutine, it. No, no, it's not. This oh, is funnel cake fries, cheesecake, and caramel sauce. The cheesecake part is. What oh, is that's a food. that's a box of diabetes. Diabetes. Yeah. I'm hypoglycemic, so I'm gonna have us. a crazy crash later. Oh yeah, no doubt. I'm definitely overloading, and then, you know, I sound I sound like an 80 year old woman. My postprandial hypoglycemia is gonna <laughs> kick my ass later. <laughs> Next on Naked News. Phenylephrinedrin <laughs> <laughs> is showing not to be very useful. Do they have? I wonder. Yeah. Has, anyone, has it? Has anyone tried to do like? Yeah, you, you would have to find a way to pull it off where it isn't like super fucking ridiculous and cheesy. But like, has anyone ever tried tried like blowjob news <laughs> or something like porn news? Like where you're like in the news today and you just see a head going up and down like just trying. like not only am i getting a pounding we're yeah. going to see some hail today yeah. <laughs> you know what i who was um, i talking to oh my there god there was a I, film in the 80s called wpink tv it was a ron jeremy john holmes movie oh that's not oh, yeah. uh, christy canyon was in it ginger lynn amber lynn they took over a television station and they did exactly what you just described James. amazing that I was re- definitely before my time but yeah it was the 80s so was, well yeah. yeah i wasn't very useful in the 80s but i'm also not very useful right now so you're, you're eating your funnel cake. It's it's totally fine. Like in I, the eighties, you were still in diapers, Emily. And you're, you're you're I'm like twenty years older than you. Twenty one years older. Than I was you. talking to a colleague at the network, and I I think I came up with a really good idea. What's um, that? Emma, I'm going to ask you what what your opinion is on this first. Um. So the idea is, and it's just supposed to be funny. It's not supposed mm. to actually be sexy, but the idea is what. Ha- <laughs> You know how like people are like uh, like I think the National Observer does it. Maybe the CBC does it too, where you can listen to the article as instead of read it, mm-hmm. and it says like six minutes or five. It would be so funny if it was like today, Pierre Poilievre, mm-hmm. and it was just the whole. Even though it was real news, the whole thing was said in a sexy way. I think I, it would be. I dig that really, idea. I would I love to pe- do that. I think I, people would find it really. I actually, really I had an idea to do audio recordings of user manuals that way. Yes, mm-hmm. I enjoy reading user manuals because <laughs> I'm autistic. So yay! Insert but tab A. But I also now have every appliance boy. in my house works. To drive stick, grip the you know whatever. Right? Yeah. It, it, First you make... thing you must do is open up the box. Now, you can Ooh. use a box cutter if you like, but you must remember to be very cautious so you do not damage the interior of the box. <laughs> when I was in college for industrial woodworking, woodworking. we had to do a course called oh. Hand and Portable Power Tools. Yeah. And we had to describe how to use a tool. You work that wood. 
Yeah. My favorite book is Identifying Wood, but it's an actual <laughs> book, by the way. Um, That's mahogany. Oh, Wenge, Wenge Wood. Gets the grain. I know it's wrong, but I love it. Oh, goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they gave me the hammer because they figured that would be the least phallic tool. You got to grab oh, that sucker by the, the Oh. <laughs> Wow. That's exactly what I said in class. I'm like, you're going to grip that by the shaft, not too hard because you want to make sure to let the tool do the job. And I'm doing this at the front of the class with an imaginary hammer. My teacher's just like, sit down. I just found my clip. I just found it. Opus is going to take that clip and just be like, many, many of my fans are going to be like, fucking right on. You're going to get so many new fans on on, uh, Naked News. They're going to be like, I'll pay anything. Just do the hammer thing. Do the hammer again, again, yeah. again. Uh, uh, boys, can't touch this. Uh, well, I will be doing laundry DIYs um, for What's my that? live shows. You do live shows? Well, I do do live shows. I'm starting to get into a habit. I'd like to get into a weekly thing um, called lingerie DIY, where I show different things while I'm wearing lingerie, <clears throat> such as how to clean a bathroom, how to sort your laundry, how to figure out what type of panel you have in your basement, your, you know, what type of service, things like that, how to program a Lutron Caseta system, just things like that um, while in lingerie. You know, being, single, of like, um... being single right now is, is it's starting to get uncomfortable. Like I'm squirming, I'm squirming in my chair a little bit because I'm just like, I don't want to, I don't want to be an OnlyFans guy, but Jesus Christ, what am I going to do? I live in, I live in a town of 700 people. And, mm-hmm. none of, and and I'm the most attractive one here. So, sorry, I just dropped my crouton. Okay, are you that's are, where I are you familiar move. with Naomi Wu? No, Naomi Wu W U. Uh, she lives in Shenzhen. She goes by um, at Real Sexy Cyborg on Twitter. She's uh, she does kind of what you're talking about, Emily. Oh yeah. She, she's in like the skimpiest bikini I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and then she's she's like she makes stuff like creates okay. tech stuff and uh, mm-hmm. she's a, she's quite quite a genius but I mean she's like pumped up everything there's nothing real about her anymore she's had a, a ton of surgery right it's okay like it's a character that she portrays yeah. but she's uh, awesome. interesting yeah she's do you guys uh, know um, do you remember that yeah. did you see that story about Black China that porn star. Mm-hmm. Who who wanted to get out of the porn business because she discovered Jesus? So so now she's going by her real name. Do you know what her real name is? Angela White. She's one of the most, which is one of the most famous porn actresses on the planet right now. <laughs> so I'm reading this article and I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> You're like, so she I, went I, from I, white I, to black. Well, she just yeah. went from like black China. She's like, I just I didn't want to be known as a porn star, so I'm just going to go by my name. <laughs> Angela White. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God, this is the funniest. I, I can't even believe this is real. And you could tell that the Fox News writer knew because like, oh, yeah. the way that they wrote the article. <laughs> he didn't even he didn't even mention the real Angela White. But it's like uh, he said something like um, uh, people are uncertain if the name change is going to do the trick for Black China. <laughs> because Angela White will like, I don't know. <laughs> Angela White was the first porn actress where I didn't mind the accent. I watch things where normally you can't hear whatever they're saying because there's something in their throat. So. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, it happens. Sorry, I'll I say, shouldn't do that. Like, like one name. 
That's one name for you. Look it up at your leisure and let me know what you think about it. Masha Yang. Okay. I'm just going to preload it because I will Masha forget Yang. it. Masha Yang. What, what Look it up at your leisure. Name? I'm got um, the Masha Yang. Let's just say a friend of mine said, um, I don't know what to think about this. I'm like, well, what is it? So she sent me a link and I just responded with, I don't know what to think about that either. <laughs> What's a Yang and why would you mash um, that? That's why I'm saying that sounds like a drag queen name. Yeah. Mash a oh, Yang. Oh, like that. Like that's how, that, that's like tucking. Mash a Yang. Oh, right. Um, I gotta tuck. <laughs> yeah. The squirting lady? Oh, I don't. Yeah. It's, I, it's not that I don't like Okay, maybe we shouldn't. Oh, it's kind of. No, I'm not going to talk about it. Well, Just look I'm it up at your leisure. It. Fuck it, because I think okay. that's important. Well, okay. I'm not going to okay. talk about it. Okay, go ahead. I'll look I faster, think that's. I think that. I will get distracted. Oh my God, what do you want? Another, another picture. <laughs> it's clearly what that person. <laughs> wants. Exactly what. The latest yeah. update on Sudan. Yes. No, but listen. Um, there Mom, should be. There. I, I was on a date once, okay? So I went to uh, I went to Stinky D's and I picked up the waitress, okay? That's just what happened. And, and, the, and I have a type, okay? My type um, is short hair, curvy, you know what I mean? Like uh, tough, um, don't fuck with them. Um, someone that can like punch you in the face if they get mad but immediately have sex with you when they're done. Like I like Irish yeah. chicks, black Irish chicks are the greatest, like gypsy Irish chicks because they'll, they'll just punch you for fun. I like that shit, right? Um, but uh, so I picked her up and we went home and um, or went to her house. And um, I think that there should be, and maybe there is, and I and just this person didn't do it. But if you're going down on a woman and she's a squirter, I think that a warning is warranted. I think so. <clears throat> yes. The same as the head tap. Yes. I'm sorry, the what? The head tap. The head tap. The head tap is I'm gonna come in sign language. Yeah. I didn't know. Yes. That. It ruins yes. the whole like I'm gonna come part because that's like that's oh, the no. final line of the play. Mm-mm. No, because Mm-mm. it lets you make the decision, which yep. is always be a lady. The only I time I've ever injured myself during sex is when I didn't get the warning in time, and when it happened, it flat right into my eye, and then I like fell off the bed <clears throat> because it burned. Well, th- yeah. It's like you need to tell me when that's going to happen, right? Yeah, because that shit stings. She didn't tell me. She didn't tell me, and it projectile. The first part of my body that touched her squirt was the back of my throat, and I and I literally and I was trying to be like I didn't want to puke because I you know like that would just make. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, that would have spoiled the fact that I didn't come yet, right? But like. So I went, I, I, I was, just, I looked at her like this and I just was like, one second. And I went to the bathroom and I was just like, wah, 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 like, I just kind of like, and then I, and then I just like rinsed and gargled and spit it out and then come out like nothing happened. And she's like all embarrassed. And, and then she's angry and she's like this. She's like, um, does that bother you or something? I'm like, no, not at all. It didn't, uh, it just, you know, I just wish that you told me so that I could have put my, chin there or something or watched it fly or something like yeah. that like you know what i mean it's a courtesy yeah respect, if you have your face in someone's genitals and your mouth in the vicinity it is basic human respect to let them know when fluids are going to come in contact <laughs> so said mouth upon genitals 
I just got to let Michelle DeCorby know that you are 100% correct. That is exactly what I was thinking in my head. I am. This is Michelle. This is Michelle guessing, probably joking, but not, but literally nailing it. This is what is what I, I said in my head after the unauthorized lack of warning squirt down the throat thing. I'm revolted, but am not wasting an orgasm. The man has his priorities. And to this person's credit, that she she finished me off, and then um, I went into Sneaky D's like a week later, and she and she sat down and she's just like, and this is literally what she said. She's like, I had fun that night, and I didn't think I would. And I'm like, oh, why not? She's like, because I'm a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. Oh wow. Yeah, I've dated a few. I dated a few. They're called hetero curious lesbians, and 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 for some reason, I am just the. Right type of guy for hetero curious lesbians. I don't know what it is, but I even learned how to do the scissor thing. That was pretty fun. Oh, bad, bad parenting moment. Um, I'm sorry. What? How did you know my parents were bad? (laughs) (laughs) One 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 of the offspring told me that they knew how to box stuff. And I go, I believe that's called scissoring. Forgetting that I was speaking to my offspring. I would just like to say that Michelle is also correct when she quotes my brain saying, I was revolted, but I can even make a lesbian squirt. That is correct. Oh, so that is correct. Okay, no, listen, I have, I've, I've mentioned this on the show before. It's not braggadocious. These are facts. I was raised by a pack of lesbians practically because my mom was on a softball team. And every Saturday, all the lesbians would come to our house for a pool party. I got a crash course in like anything related to women like from the age of like six to like 17 and i regret none of it i it is the greatest way to like educate yourself about real women is to hang out with a bunch of lesbians who talk openly about shit it's amazing yeah, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you i completely agree and i had very similar experience my mom wasn't on a lesbian softball team but when i was, it was 15 just a softball team whoa 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 it wasn't a lesbian softball team. It was just a softball team. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Comprised of like eleven lesbians and my mom. But go ahead. Oh, okay, okay. My apologies. If it's a I, female uh, softball team, it's usually a lesbian softball team. I mean, that's a we can hear. If I said I was, that, I'd uh... be a homophobic person, and Twitter would nail me, and I would yeah. be like, "Please nail me up here because I don't get any sex." Go, Paul. Say stuff. Well, I I, I worked as a sous chef when I was fifteen, and uh, I used to run the kitchen because the chef would just take off because I had everything under control. And I worked with a bunch of women who many of them worked, um, their, their, uh, their sons I played hockey with. So I knew their husbands and they would, after they got comfortable with me, they would tell me intimate details of their lives, which completely inappropriate because I was only 15, mm-hmm. but um, it taught me a lot. Uh, and a lot of, it taught me a lot of very important lessons. And I also learned things about, my friend's dad's that I didn't want to know. <laughs> yeah, women share I too think much I sometimes. learned those lessons very differently. No. Well, no, what I learned from it was pay attention to the woman you're with, um, mm-hmm. be respectful, ask oh, questions. Yeah. This is where Paul ingratiates yeah. himself to the female audience. Go ahead, Paul. Well, no, these, this is all true. This is all what I learned when I was 15 years old. Um, I know it's so true. It, it was, well, yeah, you, you, got the same sort of education, right? And in a very different and roundabout way, because like you said, the women would be very open about everything once they got comfortable with you. So mm-hmm. it was a, it was a learning experience. Would I 
if I had children, if I had a 15 year old son, would I want him to go through that same experience? I honestly, I, I don't have kids, so I can't, I can't answer that question. Somebody mm. asked me that once I said, I don't have children, so I don't have, I don't have a place to, uh, a form of reference to say that, you know, I mean, what I experienced was one thing. They never, they, they talked to me about those things, but that was it. It was just talk, nothing more, nothing mm. inappropriate outside of that ever happened. Mm. You know, but, but again, I was 15 years old running a kitchen. I don't even think that's legal today. No, <laughs> you, can, you can be a dishwasher. I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I, I, was I, literally yeah, I can't do anything like. I ran kitchens. Yeah. You know, what was really kind of um, refreshing about, I worked in a kitchen as early as like 20, when was my daughter born? 2016, like 2015 and 2016. I was, I, I ran a kitchen in Toronto at a place called my place in the beaches. Um, it was I know like it. a one or two man kitchen. Like, <clears throat> and so when we weren't busy, like a Tuesday, I just worked myself. Um, I did everything, but the good culture about restaurants. And I know some people are going to have a hard time, uh, with me saying this is that all that PC bullshit does not apply. Not in a restaurant, not in, the not kitchen. in a no. restaurant at all. I, I walk in, uh, a waitress will walk in and be like, how you doing? You know, uh, Diane or whatever. And she's be like, I'm so tired that even my tits hurt James. Like, and it's mm -hmm. like, no one's going to get in trouble. James isn't going to go complain. Da, da, mm -hmm. da, da, da. You know what I mean? And, and it's, and it's fine. And like, it, it, it's, it's, it's so freeing really to be in a situation. I love, I love, <clears throat> I loved any time I had a chance to go to the back of house in any restaurant I ever worked in. Yeah. And then, uh, worked some catering jobs for a friend's company and the different environment. It's, it's heaven. <laughs> It's well, what was the uh, the Ryan Reynolds film Waiting? Dude, that movie, although embellished, almost exactly like what yeah. it's like to work in a restaurant. Yeah, there, there was some embellishments there, but for the most part, it's pretty accurate to what it's like to work in a restaurant. I've funny. never even heard of that movie. Oh, so it's, it, it oh, was it's like funny. the first film that he was in that I was like, I like this guy. You know, yeah, like, he's really he's he's Ryan Reynolds in it, but it's like it's like in a yeah. Bennigan's or something like that, like at O'Toole's. Remember O'Toole's, mm -hmm. like a yeah. chain restaurant family orientation. Where's your flair? One of those things. Mm -hmm. It's uh, when it's, you when just have wait, to watch it when the when the female server uh, <laughs> is like trying to show how disheveled she is, and she pulls down the front <laughs> of her pants, and there's like like a comb and a Kleenex and all this stuff stuck in her bush. Oh my God. It was so, like, it's just so fucking hilarious because they were like that. Like literally, I remember working, I worked at a place called the thirsty cactus in, uh, in Dundas, Ontario. I was going to say I've been there. Yeah. And this was two, this was 2005, I think. And, um, and, uh, this girl walks into the kitchen. She's one of the servers and I cut her quesadilla and then the, the new guy couldn't cut it properly. So I cut it properly for him. And she's just like, James, I love you so much. And I'm like, really? She's like, dude, I love you so much. I'd let you eat my ass after a long jog and walks away. <laughs> and I was just like, I fucking love this. The only thing I loved about working in restaurants was that I hated everything else about the job, but the communication between the front and the back of the house. It was my, yeah. It was my oh, yeah. Um, oh, my I, God. Like the things that the guys, things excuse me for one moment. Book. Okay. Excuse me for one moment. I'll be right back. Talks amongst yourselves. I'll be right back. Yeah, a lot. A lot of times, that's that just to kill and uh, the monotony that can go on. Like when you've got everything done and you're waiting, there's no rush, and then it's like, okay, it's ten minutes to closing time, and yeah. twenty people walk in. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Or mm, if, um, you've just opened and three hockey teams come in and they all have a competition in an hour. So, yeah. So, and oh, you're, yeah. You, you have two fryers. Yeah. No. <laughs> and everybody wants fries. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, there's, there's stress in, the in any job, fries. but there's so much stress in the food service industry. It's incredible. It's, it's not a job that anybody can do, despite what a lot of people seem to think anybody can do that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll give you four hours, one four hour shift on a busy Friday night. Let me know if you can make it. Yeah, and no, most people um, can't. I generally say there's no job beneath me. Like I even do side gigs cleaning houses. So like mm -hmm. I was scrubbing toilets last week. No job is beneath me, but I'm scrubbing toilets because I'd rather do that than go work in a restaurant. Mm hmm. Like that is the long and short of it. <laughs> oh, I, I can I make a it. lot more. I can make a hell of a lot more. Not worth it. No, I know what you're saying. Like I, mm -hmm. I you know, my uh, my line of work for the day job, I'm underpaid by about hundred and ten thousand dollars. I'm not even joking when I say mm -hmm. that. That's legitimate. Yeah. But it's because I I'm I, I'm employed by a company that contracts me to somebody else, so they take the bulk of the money. Mm -hmm. I get it. But I I love what I do. Yeah, there's there's challenges to it. And sometimes it can be stressful, but it's never stress that when I go home at the end of the day, I'm uh, it's yeah. never like that. It's just stress in the moment to get the job done, meet the deadline, make mm -hmm. it accomplished. I love what I do. Mm -hmm. More money would be nice to be paid commensurate to what I should be by by industry standards. But I'm yeah. very happy where I am. And yeah. I could I've been, I've had other companies offer me a similar position for a lot more money. They also mm. want me to work a lot more hours, give me less vacation time, and I won't be treated the same. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I, I'm okay. I, yeah, I, I'm uh, I actually walked away from a career that I absolutely loved because unfortunately, um, I couldn't afford to stay there. Mm. Uh, they mm. were just not keeping up with inflation. So, um, it was, but electrical wholesale. So it was the same thing where, you know, everyone's coming in with a different problem and you have to come up with a solution and you have to come up with a solution three weeks ago and cheaper than your competitor, right. but not always cheaper. If you can be faster, you know, it's that balance, but right. um, yeah. The, the uh, triangle, the faster, better, cheaper. Yeah. You can get so it. I, I did love the industry. Cause like, so, I mean, driving a forklift was fun. Um, mm. I miss that a lot, but, uh, the jokes I could crack, um, we stored our, our conduit in the warehouse and when someone needed a bundle, you know, Oh, let's go around back. I'll grab your pipe and they, you know, have a good laugh. And it was a good start to the day. Right. Can't, can't joke like that in an office job. No, no. Have you, have you get just a curious, Emeline, have you, have you had more work done on your sleeve since the last time I saw you on the show? No, no? I'm too poor. No. <laughs> Uh, I, I just I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt, I think. I think that's what it was. You might have had a longer sleeve shirt on last time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That would make sense. Um, I have an announcement to make. What's that? I just, mm -hmm. I just want everyone to know. Um, as I went out for my, uh, and by the way, I'm on my last pack of cigarettes. Hopefully, uh, I'm gonna oh, good start for to you. patch again. Um, I uh, I had this person on the show before, but I just found out when I went outside because he just got on stage for the first time in 30 years when he was on stage with. Dr. Dre and oh. Easy E and mm -hmm. um, and uh, and NWA and all that crew. Um, where is he? Oh, hold on, I'll bring him up here. 
Um, and it's going to be amazing because I didn't have a chance to talk to him uh, thoroughly the last time because I was, he's a rapper. And okay. I love rappers. I love you guys. But other than Classified and Shad, actually, no, Shad did it too. Um, when I say don't use a phone or tablet, don't use a fucking phone or tablet. <laughs> so, he, <laughs> so he used the tablet last time. But Hip Hop Pioneer, the DOC, is back. He's going to be on Blackballed on Tuesday. So, nice. Cool. I can't wait for that. I, I, he's, he, he got on stage for the first time in 30 years last week. He, um, he's the guy in case you don't know, he, he was part of death row records, uh, mm -hmm. with Suge Knight and NWA and, uh, Snoop and Tupac. Uh, he was one of Tupac's best friends. And, uh, and then he got into a bad car accident that, and, um, he damaged his uh, vocal cords, and when they put the feeding tube in, they damaged them more, oh, and, it, and, it, and it just fucked his career. Um, so I'm super excited to have. So when he speaks, he he kind of out like this, like he barely hard to understand. I'm at, yeah. Okay, like, even when you do that, like it's sexy. Your voice. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe um, do you have a speaker with a woofer? <laughs> just straddle the woofer and I'll um, I'll help you Actually, out. Should let them get familiar. Um, if you place that speaker somewhere, we won't be able to tell. And then Paul can take over for the rest of the time. Exactly. The exactly. <laughs> I didn't realize how close I was sitting in the camera. I got so excited about my little speaker. Nice. I'm just keeping an eye on the speaker and wondering where it's going to go next. <laughs> Rhea is correct, though. Don't encourage me because uh, I am incorrigible and I will get going. It's true. You are incorrigible. He definitely is. Uh, James, I I found it. I have a little something for you since you oh. said you loved cheesecake. I loved cheesecake. Okay, go. Put it on. Oh, right. just sent yeah, you a little I got visible it. I got there. Oh, my God. What is that? Oh, is that hazelnut? Chocolate orange almond cheesecake. No, you can't just... with the orange. I just got orange. goosebumps. I killed mm. it with the orange. Yeah, I can't do. Mm. Fruit I got goosebumps and chocolate. Maybe stra strawberries dipped in chocolate. Eh, it's okay, but otherwise, I can't do fruit with chocolate like that. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, cherry oh. cheesecake. I don't mind it, but it's not the king of the cheesecakes. The king mm. of the cheesecake, for sure, for me, anyways, is pumpkin cheesecake. It's fucking oh, traditional cherry New York style, about you know, eight inches so thick. Yeah. I, I tried this one because what I did Emma, is like. Emma, do you have something to say? I if you show this one, Paul just said it all. If you show this one, it was I tried something when I when I made it. I tried I did the coolie, but instead of putting it inside, I actually encased it inside the in, inside the chocolate. So I put the chocolate on, layer that? like this, and then I put the coolie on top, then more chocolate around it. So when you cut it, the orange just like dripped dripped out all over the slice. You made and that? It actually worked. I made that. Yeah. Oh my god! I didn't realize that you were. A the first December of COVID, when my life stopped on a dime, there was no more shows because you couldn't act because that had an audience and you couldn't do simultaneous translation because that required conferences and had nothing to do with my time but baste, marinate, trust, bread, <laughs> and gained 26 pounds in about four months. I had the opposite pandemic experience. My life started during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I lost 60 pounds <laughs> during the pandemic. I fucking wow. quit drink. I quit drinking. Um, it was just before the pandemic. It was well. It depends if you're a conspiracy theorist or not. I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist when it comes to COVID. I think it was around um, in the uh, early fall in 2019, not the end of December, like everyone says, because every single person I knew 
had what was di- what was diagnosed as pneumonia in the fall of 2019. Like everybody, mm-hmm. including my ex, who got it like twice, um, and it lasted forever. It was just like COVID. And I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I don't know. I think it would be worth looking into. Well, I tried. I, I asked. I called like a bunch of hospitals and I asked them if they keep records of diagnosis uh, for, uh, you know, if they keep stuff, stuff like that on record. And they said they did. And then I asked, do you keep the blood samples? And they do not. Which would have been great to find out if these blood samples came back positive for COVID. And then we could just throw the whole world on its end. But uh, fortunately not. How many vaccines does everyone have here? And you don't have to share it if you don't want to. You have five. We're getting ready to go for the sixth. I have two in case you don't want to answer that. I have three. Three. Okay. Well, I I've had I have five card. COVID vaccines. I've got nine diphtheria. I've... Mm. <laughs> right. Yeah, like I'm I'm up to date. I had a tetanus last year because I went hiking without shoes. Oh my goodness. Oh. I'll do it again. Not <laughs> a girl. It was that a naked hike? I I'm not that brave, but also I don't. I don't want to scar someone. I don't want to cause mm. a heart attack because there's a lot of geriatric people where I go for my oh, walk. Right, right. I an aviary. Old people love birds. Mm. <laughs> I'm an old people, by the way. I've got three birds. Oh, I thought that was innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> old, old people love birds, do they? <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you have an accidentally dirty mind. <laughs> accidentally, yeah. Let's go with let's go with that. Let's go. With let's that. go with that. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Well, you know, I I can be wholesome. Why would you do that though? Why why, why would why would that happen? Not everything listen, is about listen, my penis. As long as you're being yourself, exactly. You know, and and we all have wholesome moments. I have wholesome moments. But I'm recently seeing someone called. Oh, it's so funny. Someone um, tweeted something mean about uh, about uh, me, Dean, and um, I don't know if it was Karima or someone else. Anyways, whatever it was. And oh, no, it was when Joe Joe uh, tweeted a uh, picture of a bunch of us um, saying, I, I, this is a great network to work at. These are some of my favorites or whatever. And someone mm. wrote, oh, look, it's Karima and the incel posse. And, and I wrote... Uh, Listen, uh, I was involuntarily celibate, but I'm no longer married. So <laughs> that's true. Well, that's that's, true. that's a good one. That's a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Write, write that down. That's a good one. I don't need to write yeah. it down. I'm Jay Z. No, that's for everybody else. No, oh, yeah, write yeah. that down. Go ahead, steal that's it. A good one. I uh, I encountered a, a similar joke this week, but I like yours as well. Can you tell me your similar joke? There's a rule on Casual Friday. You're not allowed to do this. So the person, oh my God, the, something cra- the person who's the recipient of the uh, pictures um, is on a trip with a bunch of married people and made the same comment there, where he's like, he's probably the one getting the most sex out of all of them. Oh, that's so bad, sad for the other... Oh, right. Okay, sorry. I thought he was fucking their wives. Okay, my bad. No. <laughs> my bad. Not that I know of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be really sad. That would I'm be very, very I am hyper tuned into, um, I, I, here, I'm going to put all my cards on the table here. Although my wife and I uh, are split and I deserve better than her. I really do. 
I shared immature anxiety about her being with others. Mm. And I don't want to ha I don't want to feel that way because a she was awful towards me. B I know I deserve better. C I mean that goes up all the way to Z. There's all these good reasons, but I just haven't shed that immaturity of not being able to handle the idea uh and she's the type of person because she's a, a narcissist where if I say to her can we do a don't ask, don't tell thing? She'll immediately tell me that she's fucking like three people. She'll just, yeah. because she knows that it hurts. I don't want it to hurt anymore. Do you guys have any advice on, on how to fix me? <laughs> well, I'll give you the old school advice that uh, we used to say to one another. Remember my age. Uh, you want to get over somebody, get somebody under you as quickly as possible. I don't yeah. recommend that, actually. No, it's, that doesn't... It's, it's not good for the heart, the mind, or the soul. It would the be satisfactory am, for the, the evening, but... The, the, I, yeah. the dirtier I am, it. the more I imagine that my wife is doing the same thing, and it just drives me crazy. Like, I want to be vanilla for the rest of my life, just so I imagine that she's also vanilla. No, don't do that either. No, don't I mean, unless... Vanilla. I mean, vanilla is the flavor, and if you really like it, go for it. Let your free flag uh, fly. But, yeah. I'm kinky as but, fuck. It's not going to work. Like, I would never but, be able to achieve orgasm if I went vanilla. That's just, just the way yeah. I am. I don't know. Yeah. I I think that uh, you you just have to stop. Every time you think about it, you have to actively make yourself think about something else. Yeah, that's really it's what you way. have to do. Because if you let yourself think about it, you're not going to stop. Yeah, and I'm not and going crazy about it. I, I'm really not. Like I, because I, I have the mechanism inside me that recognizes that it's an arrested development piece of my personality that I need to shed. So most people that I think that like feel the way that I feel are probably people that like dwell and ruminate and all that stuff. It will pop into my head and I'll be like, what are you doing in there? Get the fuck out of there. You're, you deserve better. And then I'm fine. But that first yeah. tinge of like helpless jealousy is awful. You know? It's like, probably it a sign that the love that you had, at least at your part on your side was real. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know it was, you know, I know yeah. I, up until before I went into the hospital, people don't understand this because I was seeing someone last year for a bit and um you know and it, it you know and and I, I enjoyed that person's company i feel like she enjoyed mine and it was fine and i never but it went, and you're kind of right i think it was paul that you just said this uh, but when i was with that other person i never even thought of my ex with somebody mm -hmm. it didn't it didn't like even enter my mind <clears throat> and then when i and then when things ended with me and that other person it just it came back you know mm -hmm. like and it was is a weird thing up until um like a couple weeks before I went into the hospital, which is, I guess, now we're saying like a month ago, because I was in the hospital two weeks ago. I cared so much about wanting to give my children a two-parent home that if my ex came up to me and for some reason was like, listen, I'm all in. If you're all in, I would have been all in. Mm -hmm. Now, if she said that, I, I, I would be like, I would be angry mm -hmm. that she would be saying that because mm -hmm. I would have to say no. Right. Yeah. Like, I, and I would have to say no for myself. Right. You know? Yeah. So it's one of those weird kind of. Um, the only thing I can tell you, man, is it, it takes time. It's a day by day thing. Um, mm -hmm. Eventually, you'll realize that the hurt or the, or the emptiness or whatever the feeling that you're feeling. I, I'm not going to put a, a label on it, but whatever you're feeling will start to diminish over time, and eventually, you'll realize you're not hurting anymore. It, mm -hmm. it just it's time, man. I wish yeah. I could give you a. a do this, do this, do nothing else. Uh, try and keep as occupied and as busy as you can. Don't work too much, though, because you need to have some downtime. 
I understand the whole, I need a distraction to get my mind off of this. So I would throw myself into work and work 80, 90 hours a week but, just to avoid thinking about. But you which, need to sit with it for a while. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, and it's different for men than it is for women. Men do not have a support network like women do. You know, we don't, it doesn't exist for us. It's true. You know, yeah. um, we're, we're all, we'll, we all suffer in silence because we don't know how to do anything else. Yeah, we don't. And, and women will be there for one another. And, and I think guys, especially guys my age, we're starting to get in touch with that. It's like, I want to support you, but I don't know how, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. uh, do you want to just hang out, talk about anything other than what you're thinking about to get your mind off of it? It, it life is difficult, you know, but uh, I, I try and make the best of it. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's short and it's fragile. And I've been to 40 five, 44, 45 funerals in the last 15 years. So, you know, you got to try and. It's a good place to pick up chicks. I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking kidding. I'm just joking. It's a joke. Made me laugh. <laughs> well, no, as me I, laugh. I've done the, um, the best way to get over a man is to get your head out of your ass and your legs up in the air thing. And that temporarily works like for a couple of days, but not much uh and then the the whole also is like oh i know what you're doing now that you've ditched me but i'm doing it too and i'm probably doing it better so i've done that too and that's satisfying for about two three weeks so it's better than two three days but still probably doesn't do it (laughs) um but there's there's, it, it just seems to be i you know that song going on a bear hunt yep can't go can't over it, one. can't go under it, can't go around it. Yeah, I guess I just got to go through it. Yeah. And it sucks. And it sucks beyond belief. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember um, two boyfriends before Alex. Um, I saw this guy in my soup. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And when he like wait, wait, told what? I'd look like in my soup and I'd see his soup And you're like, it says Fred. Fuck. Yeah, I, I just see him everywhere. It's just that I see him in my you know my my hot chocolate and my soup and my glass of water he was just everywhere says oh gorgeous blue eyes beautiful eyes, just tall lanky a runner just oh and i'm a leg man and and i just like out of the blue one day just ended it and i was i was all in yeah and i was crushed just totally crushed um and yeah um I did. I I didn't do anything for the longest time, and in the after I did that, that was the one where I I tried to get a my head out of my ass and my legs up in the air for about three days. And after that, it just I I just stopped. I had no desire to do anything uh, for the longest amount of time, which was weird for me. Uh, and um, I was really sad at one point, and I stopped and I said, "Well, when's the last time you were like?" like lots and lots of joy. And I remember, well, this was when I was in high school. I was like, well, what were you doing in high school? Says, well, everyone playing tennis. <laughs> I wish there's, there's lots of people. In high I, w- I wish I knew then that I was not the only gay person in my high school. I tell you, cause yeah. were you out? I might've gotten myself a little happy. Were you out in high school? Uh, not by my own volition, but by the end of high school. Yeah. Okay. I was I was more like um, everybody knew I was gay before I was. Mm-hmm. My nickname right. when I was twelve was Happy. 
Isn't oh, here comes means? Happy. Wait a second. Uh, okay. So, uh, and then like at 16 at one point, it's like, oh, what was I, it was like, Doug's gay, Doug, I'm not gay. And at 16, oh, wait a minute, I'm gay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> oh, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> everyone but you. you you're always the last to know. Yeah. yeah, I was the last one to find out. Um, <laughs> I, I kept on wondering why it is that girls would never ask me out. But they always thinking, wanted to hang out with you anyways, though, right? They wanted to hang out with me, but they didn't But they didn't ask me out. And I guess I was giving up such a vibe that there was just <laughs> no point. But I'm sitting there and it's like, well, I'd least, I, I mean, I know I'm going to say no, but I'd like to be invited to the party once. <laughs> like, what's wrong with me? Why do <laughs> they always want to go shopping with me instead? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, apparently, apparently it was obvious to everyone but me. And my mom. <laughs> my mom was actually surprised when I told her. Oh, really? She didn't know. My mom was surprised. Well, Moms I grew up in hospitals, right? Know. So I wasn't raised with her every single oh, day. So she didn't get to right. see everything. But I mean, I always assume I have it tattooed right here. It's so <laughs> obvious, right? Like, especially even now, I'm pushing 50. And like, and now when that I'm older, less people figure it out on their own. Mm-hmm. It was, seemed to be much more obvious when I was younger. Of course, I was a dancer when I was younger, a dance student. So I had that's to, usually a tell. It was actually trying to think if any of my thirty-four, twenty-eight, thirty-four. So we're straight, but also like I'm, I'm bi, so I can't mm. really. Mm-hmm. Isn't that isn't bi Latin for selfish? I used to think that. <laughs> it means you don't have to go man. home alone if you don't want <laughs> it's just, to. It's a leave some for the rest of us. Stop being so damn greedy. <laughs> uh, when I was bi and poly, yes, I was selfish. No, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take them all. I want, I want I'm, I'm a Pokemon collector, you know? Pokemon sounds like a good gay porn name. For a Pokemon. Time. Oh, yeah. I, remembered, Pokemon. I remember the name for Pokemon. the videos <laughs> with eating. It's the mukbang. Mukbang is the videos of people eating food. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, a, a, that's a thing. Huh? Every yeah. time someone talks about food and sex, I think of the... Um, the movie um, that Charlie that Charlie Sheen was in it was I don't know if it was Naked Gun, uh, it was one of Hot those shots, types. Of, maybe Hot Hot shots. shots. And and Hot all I think boom. of is him going like putting an olive in that woman's navel and then pressing the sides of her abs and it popping into her own mouth. It was it's like still the funniest scene I can think of. Actually, all those spoof movies like that, like oh my god, the Naked Gun movie. I watched Naked Gun the other week. Oh my god! So there's a guy in the lab. And he's like this tall, and Leslie Nielsen's like, uh, "You got something on your on your lip," and and you see the you see the guy's hand go up, and he flicks something off his mouth, and a whole banana falls down. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I love those movies. Oh my god, they're so they're brilliant. Yeah, they really are. They don't well, make the like one in Bruce Almighty when he stands up and just puts his arms out, and all the clothes just come flying off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's like, where's that man? Leslie that Nielsen did that too in Naked yeah. Gun. He just went like this. Yes, and the whole suit. Just yes. You know what other movie is like underrated but has airplane? It's, it's not as well thought out comedy. It's Leslie Nielsen, but the Dracula Dead and Loving It. Oh yeah. yeah oh yes. Good. I've never that seen one. That. <laughs> like so, that one. So underrated. I am ha- like I have trouble finding people my age that have seen it. So it's like it. it's so good, and yeah, classic Leslie know. Nielsen. I think we Leslie need an Nielsen. intervention for Tim. I'm bi, kind of wish I was gay, but still attracted to women. Let's dissect that for a bit, Emma. Yeah. I got a I got a buddy like that. We were out having drinks one night, and uh, uh, he says to me, "He goes, 
you know, uh, I never told anybody this. And I go, what's that? And he goes, I'm attracted to women. I'm like, what? They're going to kick you out of the club and take back your toaster oven? Like, what's going on, buddy? He goes, yeah, he goes, he goes, he says, you know, I've always been gay, but I, I, I'm really attracted to women too. I'm like, okay. He goes, and I've slept with a few of them. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're definitely bi. He goes, mm. like that woman right there, <laughs> we're in the pub. And he goes, that woman right there, I would very much, and I always had a lot to drink, right? So I would very much like to take her home. I'm like, um, I, I don't know what to say to that. I was completely gobsmacked. He but, sounds like uh, AI. I would really like to take her home. That's Shut up, AI. He was quite, he was, he had a lot. I was drinking the, the, the extra light beer, the, uh, the, the English bitter, which is like 3.5%. He was drinking 8.2% IPAs and he had as many pints as I did. So he was a little sloppy. I was still sober. I love sloppy, but not in that context. What? I hear you, James. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the guy on TikTok who who uh, no. he said you got to forgive me for this, but he he starts singing uh, what's the song to the window to the walls the sweat to goes the down the wall, yeah and he's doing all the different versions of it yeah <laughs> he, did the, uh, he did the he did Kansas Carry On Wayward Son when he did the four part harmony to the window I, to the wall <laughs> it's I brilliant need to check that one out. oh yeah. He's got, um, he, and people are like, how about this one? How about this one? And each one is like, it's, it's all four, four time. Right. So yeah. you can make it work, but it's yeah. just, you don't imagine those lyrics to that. <laughs> I'm going to be doing this like all night now. Once this is done. Oh, yeah. By the way, I just want to take a shout out to Jen who sent me this. Jen w- Waddell. Just going to say, Oh, I had a shirt like that recently oh. until I wore it to my child. Pod slut. If you do that, though, you have to go with curlers, a house coat, and bunny slippers. Um, (laughs) I think I was wearing pants. Okay, because I like Uh, I'm thinking like going to be first seen in Torch Chong trilogy when he goes picks up his son at school. But I I, like I've got yeah I've got the the Ford Clitoris, so that makes it me safe from having to wear a house clitoris. How many clitoris do you have? Four? Oh, you don't you don't want the Ford Clitoris. What's a Ford Clitoris? <laughs> you probably the want Taurus. the low Clitoris. The Taurus, so it's my Ford Clitoris. No, no. I'm so confused. Ford oh, Taurus, the automobile. Oh, Ford Taurus. Oh, it's the CLI. Right, no one could find the clip part in the yeah. the Taurus part. Got it. That was actually a joke I made when I was in the four car pileup. That's the, the problem. No That's one can find the Taurus. That's the problem with this. Of course, it would have been a woman. That's the problem with this car. Too much clip, not enough clutch. <laughs> Dude, have you ever seen? I, I gotta find it. I gotta find it. There's a, there's a car commercial from Europe. Hold on, let me. I don't want to talk amongst yourself for a second because is I, I want. No, 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 don't say anything because I don't want right, I want people right. to see it. Um, I think I know which one it is. Oh my I won't god, say anything. it is the funniest. <laughs> there it is, there it is. Oh my god. Okay, so how do I do this? Um, if I send the link to you, Paul, do you know how to just play it so I don't have to download it with a YouTube to MP4? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just okay. send me the link and I can throw it on there. Okay, I'm gonna put it in the chat here. Oh my god, it is the greatest. And and it was like it's it it made me fall in love with Europe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, hang on a sec here. Oh, I know that, yeah. It's what I thought it was. Is it Volkswagen? Give me. No, it's... Audi? It's not about a car, actually. Oh, fuck. I thought it was about a car. Well, let's just pretend it is, because it makes it funnier. Just Yeah, we'll just watch it anyway, and it's funny. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Not about a car somehow. Not about a car somehow. Is it is there volume? Oh wait, can you hear that? No. Sorry, my bad. Just a sec. My mistake. I I didn't share the. Uh, For those watching on here. or listening on Spotify, um, I'll put the link in the description. Of, <laughs> or no, wait, because they're still on Spotify. For those yeah. who are watching okay. on Spotify, please, Spotify, please <clears throat> subscribe. Subscribe now. I can now I can echo. hear my echo. Should be able to hear this. Oh, hang on. So oh, what is it a commercial for, if not a car? Eyeglasses. Get your eyeglasses. eyes checked. Oh. There's another be one. better car commercial. <laughs> There's another one that's uh, uh, similar I, to I that. I think she has COVID because she lost her taste. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one similar to that, but it's about uh, uh, you should learn to speak English. And it's a German family that gets in the car, and they play yep. this. <laughs> that's, it's really funny. <laughs> I love it. I, I love that one. Um, <laughs> Definitely, uh, definitely wouldn't fly over here on our television. No, no, no. Even though- I also like, I like the one where it, it recommends learning another language. Uh, the one with the Russian Coast Guard, where there's a ship calling "Mayday, Mayday, hello, this is the Russian Coast Guard. Uh, we are sinking, we're sinking. Uh, what are you thinking about? <laughs> yes, yes. What are you thinking about? Here I have it. I have the uh, the German uh, the German one. The German family. I can picture Melania oh. going, Donald. What are you thinking about? Okay, you'll, you'll love this one. This one's pretty good too. This is the whole commercial. Uh, wow, credits. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> love this one. There's no sound, eh? Paul, there's no sound. There is no sound. Paul can't hear. He's rocking out. Yeah. So just to let everyone know on Spotify and Apple, um, no one knows what's happening because there's no sound. <laughs> but Paul's still rocking out because there was sound on your side. Paul, there was no sound. Really? Oh, it was yeah, definitely really. here. Hang on, let me try it again. Hey, we 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 got we got that. You know, <laughs> you're our audio guy. Yeah, I know, you but know? it it was like deafening over here. Um, so I don't yeah. know why you, you couldn't hear the it. switch. Did you? You couldn't find I the did. switch. Hey, no, I did. Share tab. He he's been pressing the wrong button a lot lately. Yeah, it's, it's lack of sleep. Hang on. Oh, there. Now I got it. I got it. I got it. We'll do it again. This time it'll work. I promise. Oh, okay. Because it, it, you have to hit the share button Fucking twice. Credit credits. Pretend we went. Pretend back we in went time. back in time. <laughs> <laughs> that you can hear, correct? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wanna fuck you with me. 
Is that even I remember legal? dancing to that it's song you. in the club. Oh, in Germany? You see stuff like that on Tello. I saw stuff like that in Switzerland on TV. You guys remember when I played my Cunnilingus song that I made? Um, and uh, John, um, and, and while I was playing it, Ryan uh, Lindley showed a clip of John Tory's kids dancing. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh my god, that's horrible! <laughs> and I go, and, and at first, at first, I was like, I don't know if this is legal. And the th- second thing I said, because the song is, um, the hook is, I could eat a peach for hours, right? I know mm-hmm. what my lips are for. I could peach for hours, it's just, whatever. And uh, and when the kid was dancing, when he paused it, I was like, here's the thing: one of those kids probably have traces of peach on them because John Tory gave him a kiss <laughs> because he just did his affair, right? Like, I know. But I know. I'm sorry. I'm sober. I'm sober. This is sober, James. (laughs) She just dropped her donut. (laughs) Moving to the country, gonna eat a lot of peaches. All the peaches. The the song was. The song was inspired. Here, I'll send. Do you want me to send it to you? I'll send it to you. Uh, The the song was inspired. The song was inspired by. uh, I'm surprised I didn't send it to you already, (laughs) Emma. Um. But it was the so, line from Face Off. It was the line. Thanks for spoiling my story. But it was the line from Face Off, <laughs> um, where where Nicholas Cage Nicholas like, Cage. yeah, I could eat a peach for hours. And I was yeah. just like, he starts to tell her something. He goes, "Wait a minute, stop! Did I ever tell you I can eat a peach for an hour?" <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's pretty good. That's pretty oh, good. Fuck. Let me some big peach. That whole movie. That that whole movie. You know what? I'm sorry though. Like, I don't want someone to eat my peach for an hour. Well, no. I mean, your jaw and everything gets locked. It's just well, and after like, after like the first or second orgasm, like, do you really need more right. like that way? Like, you can kind of move on to the rest because you have know you guys... it's not just about receiving pleasure. Mm. Have you guys ever had a person um, that didn't make any noise at all when they came? Yes. Isn't that fucking annoying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is so, my, so my... annoying. Stop being a beat and go crazy. Okay, okay. Emma, Emma, you're going to have to give me your opinion. I know what my lips are for. I could eat a peach for hours. In the cage, nick a time face, flicker in a clip, nick a set on your face, dirty like a dumb truck. When I go and tongue, fuck what, what, bitch, be spinning like a numb chug, flip on the back, legs up, melt down on the peach tree. Mm-mm-mm. I'll be here for a while till my jaw gets fucking tired. I know what my lips are for. I could eat a peach, yeah. I could eat a peach for hours. I know what my lips are for. I know what my lips are for. Um. You taste just like the sweetest tree before the harvest comes. I hope that she asked me for a motherfucking marathon. My tongue is like a canyon. I'm running on adrenaline and venom to the promised land. I send them, then I get them wet again. It's better when the medicine is taken orally. It helps the mind, it helps the body, an invention to restart the soul. But part of me, it ain't polite to speak when your dirty little mouth is full. But I know what my lips are for. I could eat a peach, I could eat a peach for hours. I know what my lips are for. I know what my lips are for, yeah. I know what my lips are for. I could eat a peach, I could eat a peach for hours. 
Colorado soprano, now listen, use a cunning linguist, but you're on a mission to be lost in superstition. It ain't weak to go down, son. I'm making no sound, son. It's like booty clappy, slippy, slappy, pappy, ain't down, son. And even if you bother to witness your own behavior, you would fix it in an instant. But fuck it, it's not my business. What my business is is eating peaches, eating up the seeds. It's the season of the witch, it seems so feasible. I'm reaching, it's official now. I'm teaching them reason. How to be a filthy heathen, bleeding hearts, beating swords, and feeling lost so long. Yeah. I know what my lips are for. I could eat a peach. I eat I lips for four. I know what my lips are for. Yeah. All right, we're good. All right, we're good. I know what my lips are for. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I like I had it. To get down. I that had was to supposed down. to be when I wrote it. That was supposed to be a joke song, and so I sent it um, to a couple of my friends or whatever, and they're just like, like my friend Nigel, who's like one of the best rappers I, I've ever known, uh, the <laughs> former frontman of the Pocket Dwellers, was like, I sent it to him, and he's like, he calls me, and he's like, James, what what did you just send me? I'm like, I, I sent you a song I wrote about fucking eating vagina. Why? And he's like, it's fucking dope. It's <laughs> like. <laughs> That's really? amazing. I thought it was supposed to be a joke. I thought it was like going to be like a dick in a box type thing. But yeah. that last verse, I reached yeah. down and I was just like, okay. Because the first verse, the, first of all, the, the, there's so many Easter eggs in this. Like, I, I got it from the Nicolas Cage line. And the first line is, stick him in a cage, Nick of time phase. Right? Like, so, that's, so as soon as I like started... But then the last verse is is like I, I I'm like even I thought it was dope because I thought the first yeah. two verses were like just jokey. Yeah, they, they were clever. But then the last one was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I still haven't gotten laid. <laughs> I live I live wow. in a, a town of seven hundred people. My favorite girl in this town is toothless. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> James. Really, she's a lot of people's favorite girl. <laughs> I'd have stripped you for that song. What's that? I'd have stripped you for that song. I'd have put out. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, no, Douglas, I would probably take it. <laughs> if you shave, if you shave, you got to shave. <laughs> Ooh, that would take a while. <laughs> oh, by the way, did you guys see my new beard? I So my kids were like split. I'm like, my daughter doesn't want me to shave my beard. And my son was just like, shave it. So I did this. Is that, oh, like, okay. Chin strappy. Like, yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. strappy is when you have it like here. It's reduced quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm doing now. I don't we know. We like it. We like it. Five more weeks and this is gone. Yeah, we can't wait. Where's it going? <laughs> I'm going to shave it off for charity. Okay. Have you ever thought of putting on a Santa hat and just um, sitting really still in like crisscross applesauce with a blanket in a garden? I'll do that for you right now. I'm not wearing pants. Wait, why am I wearing pants then? Yeah, why am I wearing pants? Nobody told me this was like a pantsless show. I'm wearing show. pants, but not underwear. Is that weird? <laughs> Is that weird? No. I just took a bath, though, so I'm fine. I don't know. I actually, I worked at a clothing optional place once, and I remember we were having like this really stressful meeting, and I just stood up, took off my pants, folded them, sat back down, I'm like, I'm good to go. Best yeah. meeting of my life. My Santa hat. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh. You don't look like a garden gnome, though. 
oh my god we should bury you up to your neck and just stick you in a garden that would be amazing <laughs> calm down there john wayne gacy <laughs> it's too hot in here for that right now. i have an ethical question for you guys what's um, that it was supposed right. to happen already, but um, there's delays because you have to go through all these levels of security. Mm -hmm. um, should I interview Bruce MacArthur? Yes. The, the village guy? The serial killer in the village. No. Okay. Douglas, no. I'm interested in your opinion. I haven't decided. But I'm well, interested I'm... in... Because true crime is a very popular genre. Yeah. Yeah, just... but not from the perspective of the person who committed the crime mm. no what are you talking about all the all the tapes they have like the john wayne gacy tapes they have the al bundy tape or not no no what they're talking about, but i mean it's not like they go and interview him oh, oh yeah, they do. that's what i'm saying yeah they, they, they yeah, often they ask about the crimes and and oh they totally and are. um like wow yeah that's that that's what yeah i i, I can see the value in it in I terms disagree of with true this crime, but, if it was yeah. done as a true crime way, I can see the value in it. But this, I, that, I, honestly, I think really it's too soon. A platform. Yeah, I think, yeah I, think, I think a live platform is too risky because you don't want to I give wouldn't do it live. Oh, I wouldn't do it live. No, I wouldn't no. do it live. Yeah. I, I would do a three-parter. Yeah. And I would, um, and I think I would hand, okay, I would drop, I, I know what people are probably thinking because it's me, that I would treat him fairly and I would just be like I was with Max Bernier or something. That is backwards because your camera's of, mirrored. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, my whole library in my house. This is the collected works of Max Haynes. Mm. True crime. My whole library is true crime. So yeah. So, so it's interesting. I I am torn on this because um, I I would I would approach the interview as a um, as a person who was challenging this guy, but also a person who wants to know. And it wouldn't be because I would make excuses for him, but like I want to know what that guy went through as a kid. I just want to know, and to I don't know if he would be even telling yeah. me the truth, right? Like, mm -hmm. and I would have to be able to figure out, you know, whether or not you know uh, this person is is leveling with me or not. And also at the same time, like there's so many balancing acts that, mm -hmm. that you'd have to consider. Um, you know, like like one of my questions would probably be like, you know, does a person who's clearly evil know that they are evil so that he can understand that i'm calling him that without me fucking calling him that like i'm a fox news guy so there's yeah. all these delicate yeah. ways to handle it you know and uh and i just if he's don't a know sociopath he won't know he won't my, he won't understand yeah. it you know? my so answer my guess to the answer to that would be no because it's like actually crazy people never stop to i wonder am i crazy or before yeah. doing yeah. something if but you stop to wonder the, that, you're not. But the answer would be interesting. Like, the, I watched an Ed... Do you remember Ed Kemper, that serial killer? Mm -hmm. He mm -hmm. was, like, seven feet tall and fucking, like, killed a bunch of co-eds and stuff. And uh, killed his mom. Did really horrible things to yeah. the mom, like, like post-mortem and stuff. And um, he, you know, he would say things like... Um, you know, I, 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 I turned myself in because I knew I was going to continue to do it. So, mm -hmm. so he was like a sociopath, but not almost like he, he wanted to get caught. So less people would suffer. It was weird. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to like finagle that kind of mind, but he did say things like, you know, I am both, um, I, I, I am, I mean, obviously it's a weird thing for a guy like that to say, but he was like, I'm both, um, angelic and a demon. Mm -hmm. 
and it's mm-hmm. just like I, I find it compelling i just you know. he was uh he, he yeah. was a very compelling individual because he he's incredibly intelligent and charismatic from what i can gather based uh, yeah, on listening to the he, he fully understood how much of an evil human being he is mm-hmm. that's why he turned himself in yeah yeah. So I don't know, but this MacArthur guy, I, I don't know, man. It's like, if look, I'll be honest, we're, we're a political show. We want to get in. We want to interview people who are in the political sphere, but not necessarily just that, but you know, we're general culture as well. But yeah. if say, for example, Skippy decided he wanted to come on the show from family I'd have ties? To sit that one out, I would have him on. No, I'd have to sit. The, I, I'm telling you right now, I would have to sit that episode out if we were going to inv- in, oh, interview well, yeah. Oliver. Polyev, Polyver, whatever he oh, goes yeah. by this yeah. week. I'd I have would, to sit it out. I wouldn't. Yeah. I, really? And I definitely would not be doing it live. Are you no. fucking I, kidding me? I, I could do it, but Polyev? I wouldn't do it live. No, Come I would on. be telling that guy where to go from the yeah. minute he opened his fucking mouth. Oh, okay. So you wouldn't interview him? I wouldn't. Personally, okay. no. I would have to take If I had off. him on Blackballed, would you watch it? I would watch it, but <laughs> I cannot interview the guy because I would be screaming at him the whole time calling him the fucking liar that he is right to mm. his face. Yeah, I have no fear really of how you that. I will an call, call somebody out on their bullshit, especially when their bullshit is harmful to people. But here's the thing. It is harmful. Here's the thing. What if I agreed with everything that you said and we agreed with the facts on the ground, mm. but was able to conduct the interview asking him the questions that you just said you wanted to ask, but in a way that wasn't like that? He... His handlers would make sure that he either peaced out or yep. just didn't answer. It's political speak, right? But you Max, answer Max Bernie by not answering, on, by obfuscation. Max Bernie came on and answered the questions. The misdirection. Yeah, you know what? Max Bernier does that too. Um, and I know he's not quite the same as Pierre Polyev. In fact, I actually think but Max Bernier is a good person. I, I Bernier think needs that, the visibility, though. Mm, that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Whereas right, no, but Oliver what I'm saying, doesn't. What I'm saying though is, is that I I don't think Pierre like Bernier does the dance too, right? Like yep. he pivots. I joke with him all the time. I tell him before we go on air, you can't say you're doing politics different, Max. I will not allow it, right? Like I joke with him like that. Pierre Polyev would be. Um, I think I could break him. I don't mean break him like like make him admit a bunch of stuff. I think I can make him stammer. I oh, think yes. I would make him like. That would not I, be hard. I, well. It, He's very good at talking. Like I know a lot. He's of good at say, talking, but... right? Yeah, but you know, but like, but if I ask him questions, that. like, like I've been trying to get him on the show for a year and a half, and his handlers, as you say, were just like they don't even let me get past that tier, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's like I have Jagmeet Singh coming on in uh, in May. You know, I have um, I, I you know, okay. I have a, I'll have Maxine Bernie on again. Christine Anderson's coming on again. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like these people are not people I agree with. Right? Yeah. They're they're not. Jagme is obviously not in the same pile as Bernier and yeah. Anderson, but no. but you know what I'm saying. Like these, I I I feel like we um, caricaturize people that we don't like, and and Paul, I feel like you kind of just did it there, and I get why. Right, and I'm mm-hmm. not mad at you. Well, I'm not saying you did anything wrong, know. but 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 I think that when you take the veneer off of them, and when you don't allow them to pivot and media spin your questions, mm-hmm. I think. We, you get to know them better than you do when you just read their quotes in newspapers. 
no argument. Yes. I completely yeah. agree with you. I'm just, I just know myself well enough to know I would not be able to contain the rage that I hold for that yeah. man, for the lies he spews forth yeah. every day and never answers for them. He yeah. lies every time he opens his mouth. It's a fucking lie. Yeah. I think that for Bruce MacArthur, though, the... See, I, I said no right away, and the more you talked about it, of course, I have to think again that I'm answering this question as a gay man, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and this guy has had way more than 15 minutes already. There are podcasts. I mean, the, right? His, no his one's stories, interviewed his, that, though. Nobody's interviewed him. No, no, I, I get that. Yeah. Um, so... If you had a very, very specific, very clearly defined goal, and the questions were pre-written all towards that goal and was pre-recorded and edited to take out all the self-aggrandizing stuff that he would probably want to slip in if he if that's his personality, then you might have something that's that that's mm-hmm. that's psychologically of interest. Mm-hmm. Like, like what this. do you think of, of a tactic like, um, let's say it's part two? I don't know, whatever. And like the interview that I did one hour with him, this is the second hour or something like that. And he, and he downplays what he did or whatever. And I slid a picture in front of him and I was like, why did he deserve to die? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And make him say shit that either is going to make him look fucking evil yep. or make him look like a liar. One of the, yep. one of the, right? other, yeah. and, and so that's kind of yeah. where I'm going. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Like that, like very calmly, yeah. why did he deserve to die? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. In that sense. Yeah. Like those types of things, yes, because that's that's mm-hmm. a question. Or like, what gave and, and I'm you sure there the are right people... to make that decision to take their lives? Yeah, like, that's and something the... I've always wanted to know. And yeah. I'm sure there's people he's been with, who that have reported seeing him that he did not kill in between. So I've, like, seen, why I've seen interviews. With them. Why did not he? I've seen interviews with them. Mm-hmm. Right. So, no. and I happen to know a lawyer who was on his case, and. um and 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 saw the evidence and a lot of that evidence that didn't make it into court and it, it, it's like he's an unreal evil person you know mm-hmm. like he, he's mm-hmm. but i mean like i said like um this is the kind of the, uh, sometimes i am a victim of my own adherence to my principles right and my principles are such where it's like I got shot on by so many people for interviewing Christine Anderson, probably more than anyone else I've ever interviewed. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I would ask those same people, if I had the chance to interview Putin, would I turn that down? Because no. I'm pretty sure Putin's a lot more evil than Christine Anderson. Right. right. And mm-hmm. all of them didn't answer because I knew that the answer was like, of course you should interview Putin. Mm-hmm. Well, so see, that's where, the... where is the line? Then? But right? that's the thing, right? It's like, you'd think originally you should interview Putin. But you mm-hmm. should, should you? See, that's the thing. It's like, oh, Putin. Oh, my God. That's such a get. Who wouldn't interview? Right. Yeah. But what would you get? What would you really get out of that interview? Really? Well, you know, it's a challenge for an interviewer. Like, I'll tell you something. Yeah. Uh, the first but that's what I, I, uh, yeah. I, I, but I want, I want to get where you're going. You say it's yeah. the challenge for the interviewer. And I think that's often what happens in these types of interviews is that, okay, it's either a really big get or it would be a challenge for me. But when that happens, the audience gets lost right off the bat. Mm-hmm. I guess because there's there's because well, when you said when you said MacArthur at first, it was like no, because he really, really, really does not deserve a platform. And then you kept on speaking, and you gave me an idea where how it would be interesting to hear from him that I might actually stop and listen. 
But then there's the other part of me is like, even as fascinating as that would be, is there a point at which someone is so infamous because they've done something so terrible that even though it would be interesting to know, would the interest just be academic at this point? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, if we find out how we really tick, so like this, okay, that's great. It's interesting, but how does it improve the world in any way? How does anybody's life get better as a result of it? How much do, what but does it contribute is that, really? Is that the it's motive, just curiosity. Though? Is that the motive though? Because I think sometimes the motive is just different. It's a really subjective thing. And I don't think that you're wrong in anything that you're saying, Douglas. I really yeah. don't. I think that, I, and I would take the hit, right? Like, like if someone got mad at me for interviewing some fucking psychopath, it doesn't have to be Bruce MacArthur, Putin, mm-hmm. whoever it is, right? I would take the hit. And, and, and the reason why I think uh, it, when I say it would be a challenge for the interviewer, what that challenge is, is coming up with something where people can be like, like maybe even yourself might be like, going in, I didn't like the idea of yep. this, but there was something, he did lift the curtain on a few things that I I think were really, not just interesting, but really kind of showed that this person is defined as evil and awful. And I know that that it might seem redundant to some people, but I don't know. It's, it's just, it, I'm so curious about, all types of people and that is not an endorsement it, it mm-hmm. is just the way that i'm programmed right like mm-hmm. so i don't know, you know? It, just, it just becomes one of those people where i'm i'm thinking mm-hmm. i'm curious about people as well mm-hmm. but there are eight billion people on the planet who deserves my time mm-hmm. really. I, you know i didn't i didn't have an issue with no, the christine Anderson happened. interview at all uh i was curious no. um and it was a good interview i thought it was but it was the, the who was the guy you had on who you had a hard time getting through the interview with him because he was such an obnoxious little shit. Oh, uh, with Karima? Uh, was Karima on that one? No, not Dan- that guy. I know Danny that one. Danny Taro, that fucking guy? No, no, this was an older guy. He was European. Um, oh, he, uh, Mike, uh, Matt Letessier. Yes. He's a former, uh, he apologized to me after that interview. Did yeah, he? Yeah, he did. He, he's oh. a former professional soccer player Thank in, you. In, the, in Europe. And, um, and he assumed that because I was asking certain questions that I was uh, a libtard, right? And, 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 I, and I, I, I think it was like a third of the way through the interview, I was just like, listen, I don't think you, you understand. I'm not coming at you from that place. You have your opinions. You think that COVID was an overblown situation. You think that the vaccines are harmful. I'm not going to fucking call you names about it, but we need to stop this shit about that. You're trying to do a tit for tat thing with me. And, and, and you're playing by yourself. I'm not. I'm not playing mm-hmm. that game. And then the interview went well after that. But but uh, but that first third were painful because I would be like, you know, like um, what's I can't remember what I asked, but it was something like, you know, what sources are you um, are you reading that has convinced you that this is a hoax, mm-hmm. right? And he and so that to me is an honest question. But he thought I was asking it from like the far left point of view. Yeah, and I, and it so was a answered, legit question. Like and he it, answered me like I was some sort of fucking Antifa guy or something. Yeah, I had, I, was, I, had to, I had to punk out after about 10 minutes because <laughs> he was like, I couldn't handle it. And I don't know how you got through the interview because up to that point, I was like, this guy's a fucking dick. I'm out. I couldn't handle it because my blood was starting to boil. I'm like, I, I don't need that shit. Yeah. So I, that's good that he apologized. I mean, I, I still think the guy's an asshole, um, but it's good that he apologized for being an asshole. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that are like, like uh, I, I'm, I'm having Jeremy Roenick on the show um, oh, okay. in, in a couple of weeks, former NHL All Star, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And the guy that hooked me up with the interview, um, who I'm also going to have on the show soon, he's like, 
he's like, oh, you're not going to watch Jeremy Roenick. And I'm like, well, why not? And he's like, well, he's a Trump guy. And I'm like, I want him more now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I want to talk to these people because first of all, and, and I mean this, I mean, that, I mean, uh, you know, um, certain people aside, right. We, we, mm-hmm. we could argue about that all day, but I, I know that there are people who like Donald Trump and simultaneously are good people. I do not subscribe to this idea that because if you like Donald Trump, you are a bad person. I yeah. could say yeah. that if you like yeah. Donald Trump and all of the stuff that he says, that you might be misguided, you Broken. might be ignorant, but you you are not a bad person just because of that. There's no default right. bad thing, right? Unless Agreed. it's Hitler or something. Right? But yeah, yeah, Hitler's always there's nothing. And he was a vegetarian, so you know. <laughs> See, all vegetarians are evil, right? Other that's what it is. <laughs> that's that's a joke, people. Also, artists that don't make it. Yeah, artists that don't make it. <laughs> oh. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> Have I made it yet? You mean teachers? Is that what you mean? Teachers? <laughs> I said what artists that don't make it, teachers. Okay. Just yeah. if somebody, you, you always, I always sit and wonder if somebody had admitted him to art school, would the whole, all of history changed? Yeah, you don't really have any talent, you know what? But we know what we're going to do about six years from now. So we'll just let you in. Let you be distracted. What was that Stephen <laughs> King book? Um, Eleven sixty three. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was about uh, going back in time to prevent JFK's assassination, and the really then realizing cool that... the really cool thing. You always spoil my story. Sorry, <laughs> he does it to me all the time too. I know. <laughs> can't but, help it. But the really cool thing about that um, was that, and first of all, the miniseries is what I, I didn't read the book. I watched the miniseries with uh, James Franco. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, one thing really bothered me about it, uh, and I'll spoil this because it happens in the first three minutes. Um, a guy that owns a diner finds a portal to 1960 in his fucking um, closet in the restaurant. Do they explain anything? Nope. You walk into the closet, you fall in 1960, shut the fuck up, don't ask any questions, right? So it's like, okay. But but the neat thing about it was is that James Franco goes back. He's got to figure out a way to fucking save the president. And he fails and comes back. Blah, blah, blah. And then when he finally succeeds, he's like, yes. And then he comes back and there's been a nuclear winter and people were in camps. You, you can't, that, that idea, it's a really interesting philosophical question when people talk about, would you go back and kill baby Hitler? First of all, killing a baby? Yeah. That- I mean, that, that just makes it more appealing. But anyways, um, I was going to say, like, I'm just joking. <laughs> I've got my roast pan. Yeah. So, so, so I heard a but, joke. But the other hold day. on, hold on. Just but get the, the dipping the, sauce ready. But the idea that you that you can go back and and kill an evil person in history doesn't mean that roses will fall from the sky. It means that something will take its place. That's why when 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 you let when when the Americans left Iraq, the vacuum that they left turned into ISIS. Like you can't just you mm-hmm. know take away mm-hmm. something evil and expect something good to come. Sorry, go on, Paul. It doesn't work that way. Well, the joke I heard, and I'm going to let everybody know, well, it's the really joke. dark. It's really, really dark. And some people jokes. will probably be offended. Oh, but please. I, I, I laughed and I felt guilty about laughing. So 14-year-old girl suddenly discovers that she's pregnant. That is dark. What was the first thought in her head and the baby's head? Oh God, my mom's gonna kill me for this. Mm. 
I told you it was dark. I told you it was dark. James, oh, are you still thinking joke. about okay, that? Sorry, sorry, I just got it now. Wow. Half <laughs> an hour later in Newfoundland. Ten hours later. I no, told you it was dark. I, I, as a former battle rapper, um, I really, I, do you know King of the Dot? It's like the most famous battle rapper. Yeah. I, I'm no, undefeated. I'm just saying it's just something that's so nice to casually drop in a conversation. I will never reach that level of cool. <laughs> I love Christy's comment. I'm laughing so hard. My incisions are mad. Sorry, Christy. Didn't, wow. mean, didn't mean to bring you harm. That is awesome. <laughs> just so, spit I mean, my beer. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go to bed in about two minutes here. So I'll leave you with my favorite Norm Macdonald joke of all time. Yes, please. Norm Macdonald is on Conan O'Brien, and they're talking. He says, "Yeah, so uh, Conan, the other day, my wife, she's sitting at home and just." falls over so we rush her to the hospital get her to the hospital i go doc doc what's going on with my wife he goes well no she's in a coma and it's not looking good my friend he goes oh no what are we going to do he says well i've got something it's pretty controversial but every time we've had to do this it's worked really well so he says okay doc i'll, I'll do anything you need me to do you just tell me what i got to do and i'll do it he says i want you to go in there and have oral sex with your wife he goes, what? He goes, I told you, it's unconventional, but it really works. He goes, all right, if you say so, Doc. First of all, she can't consent, so it's rape. So, so he goes into the room, and five minutes later, he comes running out, and he goes, Doc, Doc, my wife, she's choking. <laughs> oh, that's funny. He pulled that on Conan O'Brien. Oh, that is great. I laughed so hard I thought I was going to throw up. Oh, that is fucking Because I didn't see that coming at all. Neither did she. Yeah, yeah but I'm... Was... <laughs> oh, that okay, is... guys, it's been fun, but I am exhausted. It's been a long, very long, long, hard week, and I'm very tired, so I'm going to go and get some sleep. So I'll see you later. Bye, Paul. Have a good night. Thanks, Bye, you. my friend. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> That was really funny. I, I, that. <laughs> I love Norm Macdonald. I, I miss him. Yeah. A lot of comedians died last year. Eh? Was it last yeah. year or the year before? I don't even remember now. They keep dying. Yeah. yeah. They just Nor keep going. It's, just, it's like the Energizer Bunny. It's like, why do they take out the funny people? Because they all have cocaine just and alcohol problems. first? <laughs> they, they all have problems, though, man. Like, uh, comedians are a dark bunch. Yes. You know? Mm. They are like... Uh, you know, yeah. they they are they're addicts. They experienced a lot of trauma when they were young. The humor That's became what makes a mask. Us funny. Yeah, there's very few. I know I'm just talking out of my ass right now. I don't know the percentage, but it feels like there are very few comedians that had like the greatest parents. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it just feels those like ones are the musician comedians. Yeah, or Seinfeld. <laughs> Seinfeld feels like he probably had a pretty good childhood. You know? They they had access to capital with their comedy. Uh, I was gonna say when Paul was uh, when Paul did his uh, gallows humor joke that um, I was the best man at my friend Terrence's wedding. Um, mm -hmm. He's a he's a he's a guy from he's a black dude from South Africa, and um, and uh, I met him. Oh, I don't even remember how how I met him, but anyways, I, I I wasn't the best man. Sorry, I was a groomsman, 
and um and i'd known him for like a year or whatever he had dinner at his at my house and and we were like really good friends really tight he was a cameraman and i used to, and i and that's how i met him and i hired him for a bunch of stuff and then um i i, I did uh, this king of the dot battle and he liked it but when uh, so we're sitting at this table with the other groomsmen and they're all from new york and they're all very liberal right mm-hmm. and um and terence is like James, tell him about the uh, tell him all the lines that you that you did like in the battle rap, like the, especially the first few or whatever. And so I told them. And by the end of the, I'll just make it short. By the end of the weekend after the wedding, I got a phone call from Terrence, and he was like, uh, "Yeah, you, listen, James, I, I had a talk with the other groomsmen and, who I've known longer than you, and you know we just can't be friends." And I'm like, "Why not?" And he's like. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he, are you breaking up with me? I'm like, what's going on? And he goes, you said a whole bunch of things that really, really offended them when you were re- recanting your uh, or recycling or whatever your, um, your, your battle rap lyrics. And they made me realize that it was really uncool. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, can you pass along a message to your friends for me? Like, and this is from the heart. And he's like, what's that? And I'm like, tell them to go fuck themselves. All of them, like all of them. And you can do it too. Fuck you. And, and it was like, because who does that? Who ends a friendship? Literally. I was a groomsman at the motherfucker's wedding. And, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, you're ba- battle raps, by the way, for people that don't know are, are like comedy roasts. And comedy roasts rap. are amazing. And the more offensive you are, the better. The better, so, yeah. So if I say, if you're going to tell jokes in a battle, you better come hard or don't even bother. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to fuck your girlfriend so goddamn deep that I could get filleted by your unborn daughter. That's Love hilarious. It. Love it. That's rule number one in a battle. Right? Yeah. You have to go there. Yeah. Like, it doesn't you're, make it... you're a, the P word, right? <laughs> you right. got to go there. I, I um, uh, the guy made fun of my age, so I'm like, I'm like, listen here, son, I'm old, but I can take it, cause I've been doing this shit since you were nothing but a glint in the eyes of your mother's rapist, and everyone went nuts because it's fucking funny, right? <laughs> People, and that, and these really? New York liberals were like, uh, you just, that is so. On, you shouldn't be friends with him, and I'm just. You like, disassociate something from the culture, you lose the meaning. Yeah, well, yeah. fuck. Anyway, you can't do that. <laughs> that joke. happened within a context. <laughs> yeah, Paul's joke uh, just made reminded me of that. But it is. Oh, who do we got? Who is that? Oh, I didn't know it wouldn't let me do it. Hi, everyone. Hi. We're early on a different show. I'm going to leave you. Wait uh, a second. What do you mean early? It's casual Friday. You ain't got no show today. I, uh, yeah, we, we do. I'm going to look at the schedule. Well, I haven't entered it, so that's why I'm oh. leaving. Well, then are you sure you have a show today? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we're going to record. We'll see you guys later. Enjoy enjoy the PP1 podcast coming soon to your do, do you need me to get yeah. off? No. Oh, okay. I do. <laughs> we'll see you later. Oh, hold yeah. on. I just got a text from Emma. We can make this work, Douglas. <laughs> Have a good show, guys. Thanks, man. See, Brian, you set me up. You set me up. <laughs> it was like mean? serve smash. <laughs> yeah, well, I set myself up. Too. <laughs> I could watch you drink all day, Emma. What are you drinking I'm anyway? I'm thirsty. Uh, I'm drinking the Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Move. Yes. 
It tastes Ryan? like it tastes like tropical. Ryan, go to the studio. Yeah. Ryan wanted to see him a drink again too. Yeah, everyone wants oh. to see him a drink. <laughs> well, can you pour some on your breasts, please? Like, do they do that? Is there a director that's like telling you at the Naked News, like? Not in Naked News, but I will take requests like that for tips on my live shows. Can I watch? Can I buy a live show from you? Him? <laughs> Actually, I don't want to. We're friends. I can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't sell to friends. I don't, you know. She, for free, it is. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. I oh, geo-blocked the merchandise. Someone needs to give me some mercy. I'm a bachelor in a very big house in a town of 700 people, and I don't want to hang out with Toothless Tanya. I so just don't. bachelor in their very own house oh, here we in a go. town with 700 people means there's not a lot of places to spend money. It's not being spent on a partner. $9.99 a month is not that bad, my friend. That's true. That well, is I... how you do sales. Oh, look, mm. my lawyer's here. <laughs> my oh lawyer, yes my Rob has, look at my there he is there he is can you hear Hello. us ryan yep rob ryan <laughs> yeah he's your lawyer right? oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah your Are retainer you just jumped or safari um, from zero i am using safari <laughs> i am using asshole. i'm telling you safari Google, okay. okay. The, sec- the second your audio starts to fuck up, you're out. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Council is Anyways, in the house. Um, I, I am going to take a, a two-minute break, but can you, um, can, Emma, talk to my lawyer about our arrangement that I don't... Hold on, I'm going to go get my cigarettes. Give me one second. I'm turning my camera off. <laughs> so now you can't go. I'm lost right now. I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking... I'm involuntarily celibate. Because I it was first because of my wife because I was married and now it's because I live in a town of seven hundred people. I have to stop talking about it. Yeah, you know what? If you put, if you just say like, you know what, like, just, just don't think about I'm, it and it'll change. You know like, what? I I'm kind of bullshitting here. Like I I I said it. I think it was last Friday. Um, you know, there are people that are. are I've seen, I've had signals from, I could go have sex in the next few yeah. days with somebody. I, I get that. I just don't want to. Um, and I, I, I want, here's the fucked up thing. I don't want a meaningful anything right now. Yeah. And you know, what's really weird. I'm going to share something that I, that, that is, um, I'll try to share it in a way that. Saucy Sea Witch just said, do we order James a hooker? And I agree. I think we should. Um, I give it away for free guys. Seriously, <laughs> I'm tempted. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> do Sorry, I cut uh, you off. I, I, hold on, well, you don't know why. Have you seen this? I think I'm I, like if I were to be bi curious, I think I'd only care about the penis and nothing else. Oh no, no, no! Because you can have a really nice penis and really weird testicles, and it's just right. Who cares about testicles? Right. Uh, uh, when they're about to be smacking you in the chin, you care about the testicles. No one's smacking me in the chin with testicles. Oh, you don't know what you're missing, honey. Yeah. Oh, that's very fun. uncomfortable. You're missing out. <laughs> I got to side with James on this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, like I don't it. think yeah. I would want if I were if, if, if I were to like if I were to give in to some sort of bi curiosity and give a man a blowjob, I would be like, "Now you shut the fuck up." <laughs> 
You don't say a word and you don't move your hips. Oh, that's the worst thing. Those are the two worst things you can advise right there and there. And I'm not a bisexual. (laughs) Oh, my God. We have to get you training wheels, James. Listen, I like women. I, you know, I, I, I'm kinky and all that, but like, you know, it's women. I like women. But here's I've the thing. I've given up pursuing women because none of them think that I'm interested in them. Because apparently, you can't be femme and like them. Why don't you take up softball? Uh, <laughs> anger issues. Start throwing in lippers. Let's be honest, okay? Would you be Did the you pitcher or the catcher in softball? In softball? That's, that's Chewing tobacco. Part. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it creates phlegm. That's all you need, right? <laughs> oh Why does hey, it smell like chewing tobacco? Ask Emma. <laughs> it was, I was playing off the joke. It doesn't mean you. Like someone else said chewing tobacco. That's all. Okay, ask, ask Douglas. Here, here. I apologize, Emma. <laughs> it's all good. It's I'm all good. I'm, no, worst, was... I'm probably the worst person for inappropriateness. I'm tame here. Yeah, I'm sm- like now. If you smoke in public, you're like it's like being a leper. And I'm smoking on one of the most watched uh, programs on this network. So, yeah, I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah, I, don't, I don't care at all. I, I fr- go outside and smoke like a civilized human, but you can go and fuck up your place. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know? I have been thinking about taking a toke. Okay, what I'm, we, not. I'm not going to share that story anymore. You know what I've learned that if you're about to share something and then other people start talking and a couple minutes go by that is the universe's way of saying don't fucking share that <laughs> that's what that is i was going to share something and i think it would be too much i think i would lose a sponsor or two if i had a sponsor or two if really? i, I would share that story okay i'll i'll see i'll see if i can do it in a pc way the whole aloof thing remember we talked about how when you're legitimately aloof women are attracted to you mm-hmm. um my neighbor, when my uh, ex, uh, my ex, my second ex ago or whatever, uh, four year relationship that ended with her in my uncle's bed, Jerry, Jerry, um, the <laughs> I had a neighbor who was this hot looking like she looked like uh, Mishy Me. I don't know if you guys know who the rapper Mishy Me is, but she's, you know, fly. And um, and she comes over with ecstasy. And I knew her. We hung out like we, we never, you know, we never even flirted. She comes over and I'm talking to her about my problems and everything. She gives me a couple of hits of E, you know, she takes a couple of hits. And then like, um, I don't know, like an hour later, she, she kind of like, she's like, so how are you feeling now? And I'm like, I don't know, whatever. You know, I was legit aloof, not fake aloof, but a legit aloof. So she starts running her <laughs> finger. She starts running her finger. Well, there's a difference. Women aren't attracted to fake aloof. They're attracted to True. real aloof, right? So yeah. she runs her finger along my thigh and she goes, is there anything that I can do? And I literally say to her, I'm going to be totally honest with you, and please don't take this the wrong way. I am not emotionally available to the point that the only sexual activity I would even consider doing, and I'm not asking for this, but I'm just being honest, would be to, like, get a blowjob and not give anything. So we should probably just remain friends. That was my pitch. That was my pitch. I was like, we, I ended it with, we should probably just remain friends. And she looked at me, and she's like... Why don't you just consider this therapy? And she went down on me every day for like two months. Standalone blowjobs, like 80 of them or whatever the fuck. And by and, and I was like, I didn't know whether to feel bad for her or feel good for me. <laughs> I didn't know. But she was and I every single time I was like, you don't have to do this. You really don't. She's like, I want to. 
Yeah, I James. Fucking, you know, and that was it. And the I was thing, just like, okay. I called her therapy girl in hindsight. That was my therapy girl. The thing about blowjobs that you have to understand is that for certain people, blowjobs are like Christmas and it's better to give than to receive. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, there, are, there are people who love way more giving than receiving. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. Right. Don't ask me how I know. I'm a big fan of, of receiving. Um, but. <laughs> I call myself the throat goat. So the throat goat. Hi, Rob. Oh. <laughs> What's your is your porn Emma, name? How are you? <laughs> how would you spell that? How would you spell? Okay, <laughs> I'm going now. Okay. <laughs> how do you spell? <laughs> Seriously, is, is there a way? How do you spell what? <laughs> how do you spell that? Like, I'm just curious. How do you spell this? G U A G H. Probably a lot of hyphens and not for any particular reason other than I'm addicted to nicotine. I really got to go have a cigarette now. (laughs) (laughs) The throat goat. So Emma, please keep going. (laughs) Just a nickname that I guess I kind of semi-gifted myself after a cultivated over over time. Over time, yeah. Um, I've actually given classes on deep throating uh, when I worked at a club in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, there's secrets to it. Anyone, yes, with, anyone with a throat can pretty much do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a talent I learned that I possessed, and uh, I've been very proud of it and mm-hmm. and and uh, the enjoyment it brings my partners. So as you should. It was one of the better advantages of my knee surgery. I, I, I was a dancer and I busted my knee up really bad. Oh, no. Yeah, so I had to have it pretty much rebuilt a little bit. And for about three months, well, three months, more than three months, about six months, I couldn't put any pressure on it. Mm-hmm. So there were certain things I couldn't do anymore. So I had yeah. to compensate. Since there are things I can no longer give, I had yeah. to be better at other things. Mm-hmm. Was yeah, it so, uh, the meniscus or? Yeah, a part of it. But a part of it was just because uh, when I was dancing, everybody, teachers were looking at my feet and nobody was looking at my knees and my hip turnout was way wider. So my my yeah. quad got huge and they pulled my kneecaps out of alignment with my feet. So if my feet were like here, my kneecaps were lined here. Yeah, my supporting leg, my uh, my hip pops out of joint because they didn't check my turnout at the top. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They only they were only looking at the feet if they were well placed, and they didn't see if the feet were aligned with the knees, were aligned with the hips, mm-hmm. all the way up. I fucked up. My that's what happens when you start dance classes with that after school <laughs> programs rather than a professional class. <laughs> yeah. I fucked up my meniscus playing hockey, but that's yeah. <laughs> no, but hockey is bad for the meniscus. With the meniscus injuries, like, because I had, I had ligament injuries, but with the meniscus, like, what is, like, is it physio? Is it, is it surgery? Like, is it a one size fits all or is it? It's both. It's both for meniscus. Yeah. Meniscus is is a range of motion. Um, It's, it's both surgery and, uh, and, and physio, like, and extended sort of rehab as it were. Um, okay. It's it's and it it kind of never gets right actually actually afterward at least yeah. for me. I think the meniscus once it stretches it doesn't snap back like other things. Yeah. Okay. So it just becomes, I think, but don't I'm not. Uh, yeah. 
that's not my field, my little level expertise. <laughs> but I knew like in my head, my, when my knee was subluxing, if it would just sublux and come back was fine. But when it, mm. one time, it, when it, the last time that did me it, it subluxed and actually cut some of the soft tissue. So it bled. So when you subluxed, you usually it's sore for about two days and then you can walk again. But when it bleeds, then it all swells up for about like three or four months. And and then then you're done. Wait, what are we talking about? Because I left, we were talking about sex and now we're talking about bleeding injuries. So I don't know what. The meniscus. What's a meniscus? Because we have blowjobs to fuck up your knees. That's apparently that's a new yes. I, there's a connecting. There's connecting tissue. Yeah, the connecting yeah. thing is the, when, when you blow out your knee. There's certain things that you can't do, so you learn how how to use the blowing for other stuff. Yeah. Okay. You came all <laughs> this way, and I can only do about fifty percent of the stuff. So the fifty percent of the stuff that I can still do, I'm going to be one hundred and fifty percent better at it to make it worth your while. That, that's why I like. <laughs> that, that's why I like girls that are taller than me. Cause I, cause I sometimes I, like I dated a girl who was like five eleven once, and she used to wear heels, and we'd go out, and it was awesome. Cause I'm five six, and like, like everyone looks right. Everyone look, they're like, what the fuck? Like no one can understand it. And, and but, but she loved me because I'd be like, she, she, she would, I would say to her like, she, she's like, she's like, do you, do you, do you like giving oral the first time that we were together? And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll go up on you, no problem. Wait. It's becoming amazing. I'll go up. <laughs> do. Do those that enjoy vagina, do you guys actually enjoy giving as much as like, because I know when I'm giving a blowjob, like I, I know what my lips are for. I've been indifferent about telling it. Yeah. Sorry? Yeah. I could eat a peach for hours. He I was, made a fucking song. song. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I, I didn't make the song because I was like, eh, about it. Come see, come sa. I was like. You okay. Know, but yeah. you never know, right? Because I don't know. I guess, I guess it's the same for, for women where. Uh, I've by lesbians. friends that don't understand what the job of blowjobs are. It's like, it's fun. It's a challenge. I, I The lesbians taught me a lot of things about um, uh, giving first. She's like, if you want to have a, a good experience with a, with a woman, don't be greedy. Be selfless. <laughs> and then you'll get everything you want. And I, was like, I think that should go for any sexual encounter. Whoever. It, whoever it, the it, player it, is it works among the gays, too. Yeah. Be selfless first and hmm. I lived in the village. I lived in the village when I first became a lawyer. Oddly enough, when I was working on Bruce MacArthur's case, um, uh, we were, I was on his defense team and I lived in the village. I thought I was going to get lynched every night. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> seriously. I can imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, well, uh, but then they, everyone would know that you were hung. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> My dad joke. No, um, and 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 gay men taught me a lot. Like, because I would I would go to the bar, I you know, and and they would always say, you know, be the first to go down. Be the first to go down. So, so, so that'd be fucking hilarious if the two people got the same advice, and then they just oh, said, oh, they oh, yeah, <laughs> you mean not like. Uh, <laughs> I, I imagine those two those two not Chip and Dale but those other chipmunks from Bugs Bunny. No, no, after you. No, no, after you. No, much obliged. After you. No, no, please. After you. Oh, this is a pleasurable <laughs> sensation. Thank you. Tra la la la. Well, that feels absolutely delightful. I thought it would. <laughs> or not not tra la la la. Still don't know how to spell it. It's only available in sign language. I, I was what 
I don't even like me right now. It's okay. I'm crying. <laughs> I used to go to church. No, on I, I loved. I lived on Maitland. I lived at church in Maitland. I lived on. I Maitland. loved it. I I would look out. I would look out. Like I lived in a little like red brick walk up. And I, I would look out the front and there'd be like a linebacker in pumps strutting in a bar, like in a drag show. Like, this is fucking wild. I love this place. Like, <laughs> and they looked fantastic, like better than half the girls I was going after. Like, fucking, like <laughs> yeah, some, oh, yeah, some, some cross-dressers are transgender. I don't know what the correct term is, whatever. Um, um, but some of them... Like, like I've, I've been caught uh, where it's just like, damn, look at that girl's ass. It's a man. Oh, shit. But still, you know, like, like somebody's been hitting the squat rack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a ra- I'm a rapper. I like big butts. Right. And like, you know, mm-hmm. some of these linebackers. Right. When they put on a dress. Mm-hmm. I no fucking idea what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, no, it was, uh, uh, I loved living in the, that's, I, if I moved back to Toronto, which I never will, but if I move back to Toronto, be to the village. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I've never lived in Toronto. It's okay. You live in Hamilton. We don't want to drive. Oh, you live in the hammer. <laughs> I'm in the hammer. Yeah, I'm in the falls. I lived in, Ham- I lived in Hamilton for one month. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, please. I yes. like it. He's still getting I, his vaccine. I got, I got accepted to McMaster on a four-year scholarship and I thought I was going to love it. And I was there for a month and a half. I loved my life in Hamilton actually, because I was teaching dance to little kids at the Y and all this kind of stuff. I was starting to make friends. I hated what I was studying. It was not at all what I thought it was going to be. And I asked them, I said, I got accepted to the arts and science program. You got a four-year scholarship and you- On a four-year scholarship. They only accepted 50 students a year. It was really prestigious. I thought, you know, mm-hmm. if I went for the prestigious program, then I would have like my life set afterwards. I hated it, hated oh. it like you would not believe. And I, I went to the office and I said, okay, like, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up. It's like I haven't been in the program all that long. So can I just like shift t- to drama, please? Yeah. Like this, my options are in drama. I just shift over. It's we're still like, and it's like, well, you're in the arts and science department, and the other one's the art department. We can't really transfer the scholarship. So I went home for Thanksgiving and sent for my stuff. They oh, sent me yeah. a letter in June the following year. Oh, we changed our minds. We'll let you in. So, well, by that time, I got accepted yeah. in dance schools. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Doug, Douglas is like, I did my undergrad D- at Guelph. Douglas is like, Sorry, is, the, yeah, is the campus still in Hamilton? Yes, it is. Okay, I can't do it. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, I got accepted to I dance did, school at Concordia. Concordia so yeah. like, I did my undergrad in Guelph, and the theater kids are the part of the reason I got laid when I was at Guelph. Like, theater kids were banging everybody. It right. was awesome. <laughs> like, they were just method actors. In them, That's literally in, why I didn't go now. to school for theater because I already had two kids. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should say it. Theater students are the whores of the university campus. They're like dogs of the whores of the animal kingdom. <laughs> wow. Dancers are the worst, though. Yeah. Dancers are the worst. I kept on going to dance class all the time, right? Like, I love you know me. I love chocolate, right? I got to maintain that level, so I eat some every day. So I'm walking into the dance class, right? And I'm I'm eating like M and M's, and they're like, oh, "Carbs, 
corpse and they're looking at like this while they're eating all their little granola and stuff like this. And then they get at the break and they're like smoking three packs. And then they see them at the bar and they're drinking till they're, and they're taking ecstasy and whatnot like this, like this. But it's like, and I was doing none of that. I was like super straight edge at that, that, that time. It's like, oh, oh yeah, the M&Ms are what's going to kill my career, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go do and another bump. <laughs> right. And it's like, and oh, if you have an eating that? Day. It's like, I've seen what you put in your body. <laughs> it's like don't harsh my m&ms <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. yeah no I, I i think back to my most athletic times in dance and and the things i would or wouldn't actually put in my body and you know i'm thinking like how the hell did i manage at like that level of athleticism and not die if I tried that even half of what I did tomorrow, like I'm in the hospital. Dancers are the worst with their bodies and what they put in it. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did a lot of drugs in my youth. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll be I'll be quite frank. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like I, I I agree. Like I had a cousin who started at Dal or Dalhousie a little while ago, and and I said to him, I'm like enjoy this i can close the bar and then show up at the gym at 10 a.m the next day because that shit comes to a screeching fucking halt. Yep. believe me like <laughs> round 30 like yep. yeah it's yep. over yep yeah. i think i lasted a little longer than 30 but if, if i as long as i had a disco nap at somewhere along the way. yeah like i don't know i i don't drink so like when i go out it's fine it's it's that it's the getting the three hours of sleep when you're sober is actually so much harder than when I was a drinker. Because right? it's like three hours of sleep. You still got a little bit of a buzz. So, yeah, I'm totally cool. I got this day. And you wake up completely sober on three hours of sleep going, yeah, just no. Just nope. Not doing it. Yeah. Um, Guys, we're going to wrap soon because, um, yeah, because it's just, it feels good to wrap uh, at a time where we're still going strong. I, I, I just don't want it to... Casual Fridays from the past, I don't know if you, any of you remember, but like it would come to a very sleepy halt and then finally we would go. But I like this. I, I think this was one of the funnest Casual Fridays I've had. We talked about sex the entire episode and that was kind of unexpected. But, you know... And I'm, I'm going to wait for that document from the Law Society suspending me. Yeah, um okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're only here for 15 minutes. You're fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. Plus, all of the people, the people that would be suspending you, have terrible cocaine habits. So <laughs> that's true, isn't it? Oh, yeah. A lot of greed comes with a bottle of Jameson and an eight ball, basically. Um, yeah. Politics, politics, and law are fu- politics and law are fueled on booze and coke. Well, yeah. amphetamines of any dude, kind. Dude, a bottle of John- <laughs> a bottle of Johnny Walker and an eight ball is what I paid you for your retainer. So I think fine, <laughs> that was for the other charges. Um- <laughs> Ooh, is someone going to send the hooker? Is there a hooker? <laughs> someone send a hooker. I don't think Rob can. I don't think Rob can confirm or deny yeah. <laughs> receipt of that uh, deli- delivery. Does anybody <laughs> hear that? That's my career. It's going like yeah. fucking. <laughs> I heard a toilet flush too. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, can I get the exclusive rights to report on the demise of your career on Naked News, please? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, yes. The, the, the deep throat goat can fucking have. Can, can yes. Write <laughs> deep 
<laughs> today, wait, wait, that's a nickname that I never let you know about. That's, I'm the today in girl. law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my numbers are pretty good right now, so only a few thousand people will know that uh, you're the deep throat goat. So if you get a bunch of emails that say, hey, I'd really love to meet you, now you know why. <laughs> deep throat goat. Anyway, guys, much love. Good to see you, yeah. James. Good to see you, buddy. Emma. Nice uh, to what's what's your name, bud? Douglas. Douglas, We've got to connect. You, you're awesome. Absolutely. Oh, Be well, so everybody. Much. All right, buddy. Nice Rob. to meet you. Get out. Here, I'll make you leave. What a nice guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a good guy. He's a good guy. He's my lawyer, dude. My lawyer is like my friend, right? Like so. Yeah. You know. We haven't we haven't said anything controversial enough on our show to need Rob yet. I think. Jesus Christ, we haven't. <laughs> I don't know how I haven't yet. <laughs> I'm sure I said something bitchy enough at some point. <laughs> I just shared too much. I realized that what drugs really did for me, because I'm sober, obviously, I'm drinking Dr. Pepper for fuck's sake, um, that uh, I didn't share as much. Mm. You know? Mm. And now I'm like, hey, there's nothing filtering all of the fucking shit that's in my head. And now I don't know if Charles Adler is going to be on the show. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I've had people tell me, like, I can't be on your show because you had. Uh, Megan Murphy on your show. And for to those people, I'm like, well, fuck you then. Yeah. And if someone was like, James, I can't have you on your show because of that girl that gave you a head for three months. I'd just be like, I get it. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That I understand. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> guess it depends their relation to her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she told me she had a husband uh, that was like uh, teaching in, overseas in month three. And I was like, I did the gentlemanly thing and I only... I only let her do it another few times. Actually. So. <laughs> and they say chivalry is dead. Right? Yeah. I told her I didn't care. She loved me more. I don't understand women. I really don't. I do, but I don't. Like, I don't get it. Um, Emma, Douglas, thank you so much for for being here. I really, this was one of the funnest uh, casual this Fridays is a lot of all fun. time. Uh, Emma, you can amazing. come back every Friday. Douglas, you're my co-host, so clearly you're coming back. <laughs> and uh, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Emma. Bye, Until next time. Bye, Douglas. I love she you. She's amazing. I know. She's dope, eh? How she's, cool is she? She oh is my God. really cool. I, I like she, she I like her because um it's not because of the sex stuff. Like she's one of the guys when you talk to her, right? That's how I feel yeah. about her. Like they, there's no fronts. She right. owns who she is. Yeah. And I have no judgment. In fact, I do That's judge her. sexy as hell. I do judge her. I judge her uh very positively. And uh and I think that she's a great girl. It is sexy, but you're not. I, I'm not preoccupied with her sexiness because she's just so cool and down to earth. Like she's no, but sexy. it's a different type of sexy, right? That's the yeah. sexy from within, right? That just radiates. That's right. That's um, that. I, I oh I, yeah, mm. yeah. Emma's wonderful. Know, yeah, she's coming back for sure. Um, but so are you, are, my friend, and you are too. I love you, buddy. I love you too. All my heart. Talk soon. <clears throat> See you, man. I hope you guys like that show. <laughs> I'm still trying to get used to Sober James. Um, I, I I think I've nailed it for the interviews uh, shows that I do. I don't know if Casual Friday needs work. I don't know if this is entertaining to you at all, uh, uh, seeing me not fucked up. But um, I'm just being myself. I'm hoping that someone will one day like me for myself. Um, nah, whatever. We are. Um, we have a big week next week. So on blah, 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 Monday, we have Charles Adler. I don't have anything scheduled yet for the rest of the week, except for the big announcement. Shane, if you're still with us, 
I know you like this. The DOC it was coming back to blackballed. Um, he just uh, he's uh, one of the founders of Death Row Records. Uh, toured with N.W.A. Uh, toured with uh, Tupac. Toured with Snoop Dogg back in the day. Uh, got into a car accident and his vocal cords were damaged. And he just got back on the stage last week for the first time in 30 years. And uh, he uh, messaged me tonight while I was on, the, and he's going to be on the show on Tuesday. So I'm fucking really psyched about that. And uh, I hope you guys are too. I know not all of you guys are hip hop fans, but you know, if you want to learn about uh, about you know some sort of hip hop history, he is not just a pioneer of sorts uh, in hip hop, especially on the West Coast. Even though he's from Texas, um, but he is literally one of the strands of fabric that make up the quilt of hip hop and uh i am super excited to have him on the show so the doc will be here tuesday charles Ad you can't get more different than charles adler and then following charles adler the doc but that's why uh that's how i do it so um thank you everybody for joining us and we'll see you next time on black ball black ball Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at 4Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. Let's go to the Blue Hotel I want to live at the Blue Hotel The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares It's for the open-minded The pleasure seeker it's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, the Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd.